talking to Ricky? You put the, Ricky on the floor? <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm, I'm it's hoping the dog. a dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sparks. It's, uh, Sparks. That's got to be a dog. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could call. It, you could name one of your kids uh, Sparks. That'd be cool. <laughs> we got Murtaugh with us tonight. Give me a sec. All right. All right. We're ready to get this pony riding? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, we should get this rolling. Yep. I mean, thankfully, this is going to hopefully be shorter. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> have, you, have you done this before? <laughs> Wait, this you is know, my first whenever, episode. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> well, let me look at the time here. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't dig too deep into Korea, so... Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Snafu. Uh, this is episode 35, fellas. No, last one. No, Pat, you ruined it for me. It's th- episode 36. You're right. Sorry. It's okay. I'm, tr- I'm having somebody trouble who, with numbers. Somebody who wrote the agenda was wrong. Uh, as you hear, uh, say hi, Pat. Hello. And you got Dale as well. You heard Dale. Hey, guys. The person you haven't heard yet is Jeff because he's quiet and he doesn't want to get involved in this conversation. I was drinking Mountain Dew, so you know. Oh, fair. All right. That's <laughs> a reasonable, reasonable reason to not talk. Um. Welcome to episode 36. Thanks. We got something special, I guess. Woo-hoo. We keep, I feel like we just, you know, if we keep doing this, we just keep getting new books. Right? It makes sense. Well, I think Warlord's got a vet, I think Warlord has a vested interest in continuing putting out new products. So, yeah. It, it seems to make sense. Yes. Um, so, we're going to talk Korea tonight. Because we got the green light to talk about it, correct? Yes, Pat? we did. All yep. right. We're going to talk some Recon Rumble. And we're going to talk about all the other normal uh, tangential things that we talk about. We might right? we might touch on Operation Snafu. Uh, yes, fair. Okay. If we have to. <laughs> well, we're not full yet, so we still need some people. We need to sound, make it sound interesting, so you go ahead and sign up. Right. So right? sign up. And then we'll talk about it in a second here. So let's start, let's start our, our evening with hobbies. I'll start because mine's going to be short. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm short. Nah. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, yeah, something like that. So, the only really hobby thing I've been able to get done lately, because uh, obviously, as everyone heard, I've had a, a more children. Litter, uh, yeah, Congrats. litter, yeah, th- yeah. I'm still, Again. I'm still enjoying them. Yes, um, but do, so, do people ever just look at you and shout out "ding" like when you level up in an MMO when you have kids? You know, you're like, no, hey, but ding. no. To be fair, a lot of people do <laughs> smile though. Like, there's a lot of old people that are that decided to come talk to us now that would have never have talked to me before. Like, I think just having little kids around all the time helps make people think that you're safe. I guess I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> no, it's it's when you get or, older, or sad. it's you realize why the next generation it is important and so it's a big deal when you see you know when you see it happening so sure fair um so i worked on our website uh so if you didn't see the facebook post 
our website's up to date and it will no longer go out of date, which I think yeah. is a huge. Yeah, that, I mean, Yay. it seems like a small fries. Uh, I'm it's sorry. Getting, that getting we're... to rough, roughly be about a third of our questions on a weekly basis. Yeah, right. More, yeah. more people must have listened on the website than I, I figured. So, and that's kind of right. what I thought too. I'm like, I don't think people normally use the website. They like don't like. I think we have a fair number of listeners that actually don't use like a podcast app on their phone. So, uh, I apologize for not updating it sooner. I kind of just assumed that it was a non-thing, and then all of a sudden we started getting a whole bunch of questions in the last couple of weeks, and I was like, I better figure this out, guys like figure out a way to make sure that this stays up to date and i figured it out and now we won't have to ever touch it again nice so nice yeah yeah i appreciate i i, I apologize for lag lagging on that but obviously i had other things going on <laughs> we did get the message um about um the pictures and things like that and the gentleman asked about mr blobby do you guys know who mr blobby is i had I to, have no clue i honestly oh, had to look it up so i um, don't know oh dear if um, if you're gonna look up Mr. Blobby, my recommendation as an American, having not grown up in the UK and or no um, exposure to their television, um, uh, one of the uh, I, I like the panel shows, British panel shows, and one of these things came across the feed. There's a big fat quiz that they do, and it was from from some year, and some guy was talking about Mr. Blobby and how he terrified him as a child. And at the end of the show, they bring on a special guest from that particular year, some kind of icon, and it was the actual Mr. Blobby that came on. It's <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So if you want a crash course in Mr. Blobby, then look up Big Fat Quiz Mr. Blobby. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, I had to look it up, too, because I was like, what is Mr. Blobby? I, I will fully admit it is terrifying. <laughs> it's, it is not something that I would have like grown up watching. I'm pretty sure my parents would have told me not to watch that shit. Yeah, so um, in any event. Wow. But. Thanks for the message. Um, I got yeah. a huge kick out of that. Crap. There's, there's. I'm like, I just did an image search, and there's some crazy stuff in, here. like, some creepy versions of it. Anyway, uh, yeah. So thanks to I can't remember who that was. It sent that Neil. Was it a Neil? Sounds like. A, correct me if I'm wrong. Let me. I'm looking at Facebook right now. Uh, someone sent us a thing that mentioned that, and I was like, that's, you know, never want to hear Troy. Thank you, Troy. Like for mentioning Mr. Blobby and giving me nightmares tonight. Um, <laughs> good, good, good times. <laughs> so, Pat, what have you been working on? Um, a little bit of stuff, some bolt-action related things. <laughs> putting together, started putting together the Hell's Highway table, which would be an objective table at Operation Snafu. Uh, that's not quite how I originally pitched it so far, but we'll see how we can push on and get through it. Um, I wrote all these scenarios for the Recon Rumble and hoping to get some playtesting done of those to see if they're going to be doing all right. Sweet. And now I'm starting. I got my 3D printer up and going, and that's been running nonstop for about two weeks, almost literally, uh, <laughs> printing all kinds of stuff for the for the boards and some objective markers to boot. Sweet, awesome. So, pretty, pretty generic stuff. Oh yeah, and um, also went through. Oh, yeah, and we had to go back through the Pegasus Bridge and still make sure that was intact. I did a little touch-up work on that and found a couple other pieces to kind of tie that together and I think make some of the scenarios a little more playable for, you know, when you're playing long edge to long edge, all you have is a bridge, bless you, whoever that was. That was Sparky. He, he was sneezing. Oh, there, nice. <laughs> He's all right. So, so Pegasus Bridge scenarios can be tough when you have a single point that you're supposed to cross, so I've kind of come up with something else to make that a little more playable. More bridges? No, 
Strumbo- strumboats. Oh, sure. Okay. So you can boat across. What about the flop sacks? I want flop sacks. <laughs> well, I had already had the strumboats. I guess I could try and find and print some flop sacks, too. It should be just, but like, boats everywhere. <laughs> just... Like yachts, and nothing but news. Like you can pick your boat. Which one do you want? Oh, you you chose poorly. It's a big <laughs> island, that thing. Why, why did you put Why did you put ten guys in a canoe? Now you just sank it. Nice job. <laughs> it doesn't fit that just, many. Just like gming that table, just like, yeah, and everybody dies. <laughs> it's like uh, now you got to play a game of Oregon Trail to see what actually happens when you f- try and ford the river. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> your oxen died. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Jeff. so oh, any more? Yeah. Any more, Pat? That, Sorry, that's good. Okay. That, I'm fine that with the oxen okay. dying. Okay, yeah, and it'll do. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, <laughs> Jeff. What are you working on? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, what are you so, not working on? And um, you didn't say it this time. Well, I, I thought I'd try something new. I'm working okay. on everything. Uh, I assembled <laughs> and painted uh, 65 American infantry in the Jesus. last one. Dear Lord. So their uh, their basing's getting done right now. I use some of that uh, uh, that Vallejo earth base paste stuff Pat liked, and it's drying right now. So as soon as it's dried, I'm gonna touch it up, get the guys mounted to it, and they're done. I think we all are kind of on board with that same paste. That paste is really nice. It's good stuff. It's so freaking awesome. I gotta say, you use the brown one though, Pat. The earth texture yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. We used to say I still use the lava one, but same. The difference. red oxide. No, it's black. Well, see, there's the red oxide, which is the red one. Then there's, like, the earth texture one. I should forget its exact name. But you have a brown. Yeah. Yours is brown, though. Yep. It's brown. There's, yes. like, there's, like, there's, like, a variety of them. They all give a little bit different textures. I, might, yep. I have the black one that's like, gives you lava. Yeah. It's, oh, sure. It's very similar. Same yeah. difference. Mm-hmm. I have this can because Pat and I were trying to make our bases look identical for our doubles at Adepticon. So yeah, right on. I've got this huge jar of paste. I figure I might as well use it. Dude, that, that should have last, like, six armies. Like, yeah, I swear to God, I'll put it forever. I will put it to that test. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it goes two a little faster. You start putting on. Well, when you when you start putting it on your train, it goes a little faster. Yeah, very true. When you start doing like yeah trays and stuff for your display yeah. boards and stuff, it does or an entire Hell's Highway. Now, FYI, Jeff, you can't spray that through your airbrush at 100 psi. <laughs> I mean, have it's you tried? Go through. <laughs> Oh. Have, have you have you tried? No, but I'm pretty sure that turns it into a sandblaster for real. <laughs> now I kind of want to try. <laughs> Please we'll don't see. <laughs> Nobody at home try this. Let Jeff do it first and yeah, find out. I'll let you know. So I'll, I'll I'll live stream it. Sure. So you did an experiment with these Americans that I kind of like. You, I don't know if you want to talk about on the air with the rapid deployment kit. Yeah. So I, I actually think I was talking about that the last time. How I did a one squad with did. The rapid deployment a bit. kit, and I kind of. And I kind of ragged on it a little bit, and I'm gonna I'm gonna update my review of that and just tell you that um, if you don't expect too much out of it, it does okay work. But uh, rather than following the directions per se, right down the list, uh, work it into your normal painting style, however you're comfortable with, and it's not so bad. And for the love of God, don't dip the miniatures. Yeah, mm. use that use that uh, army dip. On don't brush. Dip it. I, yeah. I brushed it on. I bought two cheap seventy five cent brushes from. Uh, hub hobby and I, I use that to apply them and then when I'm done I just if I can save the brush that's great otherwise it just gets junked. Yeah, you need yeah. To, the unfortunate side effect of that is you need to buy mineral spirits if you want to try and save the brushes. Yeah, which and I've it, got lots of cool chemicals so I right. Eh. Why do you have cool chemicals? Um, chemicals are fun. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> didn't you want to? Didn't you want to be MacGyver when you were a kid? I mean, come on, man. Well, no, I'm sure. Yeah, kind of. 
I wanted to be Knight Rider. I just chewed a well, lot of yeah, bubble Michael gum Knight. in my paper cups in my pocket, but <laughs> waiting for the moment to arise. Yeah. Um, the hot. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that stuff is interesting. It looked interesting. Yeah. Like what you, the results you, you showed us looked good. Like Right. So all I did was uh, the ones I dipped, I went back through and I, I touched up everything. And right. that was kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, after that, the rest of the next, whatever, 65 minus 8 is, uh, 57, um, I oh, just man. painted it on. And once it dried, they're still sticky like tree sap when they dry, mm-hmm. which is obnoxious and shiny. Uh, so a couple of them, I, I, they, they give you a, a bottle of the matte varnish, and you can paint it on. Well, that's great, but that also takes freaking forever. So uh, the last batch here I found, actually, the uh, Tester's Dull Coat Spray, you can spray it on them when they're dry. Mm-hmm. It takes the shine off, and they're not sticky anymore. Yep. So Makes that's sense. the quick way to do it. Make sure so, you're uh, shooting that not in humidity, though. Uh, yeah, I do that in my basement near the air conditioner, near the dehumidifier with the hood on. Yeah. Because I can do that. <laughs> right. And after the dull coat, you can actually paint on top of that as well. Yes. Yeah, yes. You can give it another coat. So yeah. if I decide to go back through and touch these guys up so I can raise them from tabletop to something of a higher standard... I can go back and do that whenever I want to, which is how I like to paint things. Because tabletop's great, and if I find I like an army, I'll go back through and make it look nicer. And if I find they're kind of like, eh, well, tabletop's good enough for me then. Mm-hmm. Sure. So Cool. Okay. So, yeah, I painted all of those guys, and then I have printed... Uh, there's this fellow that released a bunch of Japanese buildings, and they will work good either for an a invasion of Japan table or a uh, samurai table, if you want to go that direction. So I've been printing buildings through the 3D printer, and I've gone through, I think, three spools in the last week and a half. Wow, that's a lot yeah, of prints. It's, it's been running almost constantly. So, okay. I only get evenings to print. What a waste. I just print stuff overnight, man. <laughs> ah. Yeah. I trust the printer. It hasn't exploded on me yet. So. Right. You, do you have the um, Prussia? Yeah, I've got the... The, oh, the, the Prusa or whatever it is. The, yeah, I got the Prusa, the Mark Not III. Prussia. Sorry. And... You know, I, I was a little nervous the first couple nights I had it print overnight, but after that I was like, I mean, I've printed these things during the day and watched them. I know the print, how it looks, and it's printed fine. I've got no reason to doubt it, so. Right. Don't don't experiment with a new print overnight, maybe. But. No, you always want to watch the first time you print something, you want to yeah, watch it. Yeah, yeah. But if you've printed it three times and it's printed flawlessly three times, you can take the chance and print overnight. Sweet. Just so, yeah, I've been level going through all of that. Right, yeah, exactly. Or let it self-level, because that's how it rolls. So, I guess, yeah, and then... Well, not, the bed leveling only... Right, 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 right. And then, it, I guess, not bolt the a- first couple layers. Right. And then, not bolt-action related, I... Because a couple of guys... Well, we played uh, the firefight rules with bolt-action, which got a couple of the guys that wanted to play uh, Black Ops, so it's like a modern skirmish game. So, I painted up an entire squad of those guys, too. Because, apparently, I have too much time on my hands. I don't know. <laughs> you just enjoy it. Yeah. I do actually. You I, really like painting. I I do. I'm not the greatest painter ever, and I, I'm pretty average, honestly. But I really like it because it's uh, it's relaxing for me, right? It, it, I can turn my brain off and just paint, which is really nice and a good way for me to unwind after a stressful day. <laughs> so sure, and, that makes sense. And I don't have kids, so I don't have to, you know. So there's the tend the only, to them, right? I don't have to tend to them. So there's the upside of that too. You know, it's downside. You don't get to have kids, but on the right side, you don't have to have kids. So, right, you know, yeah, it's one of those trade offs. Two sides of the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, and on that, just writing, re- just writing scenarios for Operation Snafu, and uh, 
getting really excited about it. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Um, let's just jump right into Dale. What do you got, Dale? All right. So I'm still working on the board that um, that I'll have going um, for Operation Snafu. Oh. I like it's, to hear uh, still working and bored. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's um yeah, it's 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 coming along. I'm almost to the point where I I get to start doing things that are exciting again on it. So, so that'll be nice. Um <laughs> uh, it's, so you moved away from the from the boring watching the wallpapers dry and stuff like that to actually <laughs> well, intricate stuff. No, it's after after that there's all the plaster that I was applying. And so that got on the big the building I'm currently working on. And then I sanded everything back down again to get the right texture I was looking for. And now I've painted the exterior of the building to a standard that I'm pretty happy with at this point. So now it's putting in all the door jams and windowsills and everything. <laughs> so there's it's a like you're constructing an actual house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I kind of was st- I stood back and was looking at it to kind of work on what the composition was going to be overall to make sure it was right. And I noticed that I screwed up the first and second floors on one of the sections of the building. And it's like, oh, shoot. So I have a first floor entryway um, actually on the second floor. So it's... Jeez. Yeah. In any event, I'm not going to I'm not gonna tear, tear that section apart. And uh, so that's just going to bug me forever. But that's all right. That, that was a builder error. If you hadn't um, mentioned it, I, I wonder how many people might have actually noticed. Yeah, no one would have noticed. Nah, we'll see. In any event, so so that's there's some some progress there. But like I said, I'm getting to the point where uh, I'll start being able to have some more fun with that particular part of the board. And then I've cleared off a bunch of space where I'm going to begin to work on the whole board together and get the layout figured out. So that'll be cool. And then uh, last week or last episode, we talked about um, I was going to pick up the contrast paints and give those a shot to see if if they were the magic wonder tool that lots of people seem to indicate that they were or if they were just another money grab and um and so i picked those up and started um using a few of those colors on the soviets that i had had built and then because they're metal like threw off to the other side of where i have my hobby so i dug those out tried these these paints and it's the the few colors i tried and it was a it was a brown one of the browns in the flesh that's that's kind of I, I was impressed. It looks good. So I got um, I got that sur- uh, first um, unit of Soviet scouts that I'm, I'm painting on, and it was fun. I ordered um, ordered three new Series Seven brushes, and so I'm yeah. I'm, it's I'm funny. Excited. I just I just ordered new Series Sevens too. Nice. Winter Newtons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, those are awesome. I I was not. I was like, I was on. The, I've always been on the fence on them, and we can tell our listeners like. I always use cheap brushes for the longest time, and then you you bought Series Seven, and at that point you, you got so much more use out of them. And I was like, "Damn, it's why would I not buy these?" And it actually turned out to be they're a good investment as long as you treat well, your brushes nice. That expensive? Oh, they're they're more they're more well. Let's put it in perspective. They're more and than was, a six dollar brush, yes. Right, and yeah. I was and I would regularly now you have to be diligent with your brushes and you have to be like disciplined. To Don't not, stick them in glue, or or leave them sitting in the cup of water. Don't use them to right. apply an army dip. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't dry brush with them. There's so many things you're not supposed to do with a Windsor Newton or like you're a supposed to just paint with them. Right? Yeah. Use 
use thin paints and don't get don't get paint in your ferrule. Uh-huh. But right, that's the ferret. Is it feral or feral? I don't remember. Feral. Feral. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Feral. Um, but yeah, yeah and, they they cost you more, but you also get more use out of them as long as you treat them well. Yeah, and it's, you can always it's put a, them in conditioner overnight too, and that helps give yeah, them, give them some does. life a little towards the end. Yeah. The um and and for me it was well I'm. I'm painting Games Workshop miniatures, so I'm going to use Games Workshop brushes. And so, and those were more expensive than what I could pick up at my local little Target or Michaels or Hobby Store, whatever it was. Yeah. You know, but after, you know, after using it a few times, the, the tip started to curl and stuff like that. And I'm just like, these are garbage. Well, yep. I'm going to try a real a nice brush that the people who paint amazingly were recommending. Um, not that it makes a huge difference, but I ended up trying it. And um, I was careful with it because I, I spent a lot of money on it. For me, $15 for a brush was absurd, I thought. so, And I took care of it, and that helped me take care of it. I ended up painting an entire 300 Army of Skaven with just that one number one Series 7 brush. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it totally paid for itself in the end. I was painting last night down at the at the shop, and Ricky came down. Ricky's my son. He came down and was painting as well. So he was using my Series 7 brush. And all the other ones I have are kind of small. So they weren't really suitable for the contrast paint. So I just went and and bought a Games Workshop brush, one of their well, whatever's it is. And by the end of the night, after just two contrast paints on seven guys, the end of the tip was curling on me on the stupid Games Workshop brush. And I'm just yeah. like, you have to be kidding me! Was it's it so the, bad? Was it the Games Workshop contrast brush? I did. I didn't even know they had a, a contrast brush. <laughs> Jesus, it wouldn't I, surprise I did, me. Uh, I did use. It wouldn't surprise me either. Um, I I wanted to give the range a full shot, so full disclosure, I bought every single one of the paints that were available, and I picked up both of the contrast spray-on primers. That kind of killed me. I'm like... Yeah, that's that's rude. I'm like $20 for this spray can, and and we all spend a lot of money on our hobby, so $20, is it that big of a deal? Maybe not, but when for, I go down to Home Depot and I pick up a spray can for three fifty <laughs> that yeah. I prime with, it's just like. But this wraith bone and these contrast paints, uh, it's man. You know, I'm going to be able to finish this Soviet army in no time. So, and and you're going to be but happy what? with the result. It, uh, yeah, it, it's tabletop standard, and just like just like Jeff, I think that's going to be totally suitable. And then if I want to go back and really kind of. Um, bring out some of the detail and add some depth and things like that. I think it's right. going to work. It's going to work brilliantly. So, and and I, w- I, was, I was always a big fan of how you did your with your Zenithal highlights, Rick, and then the washing that you did. I really loved the effect that you got on your Germans. I, I thought that looked so cool, and I wanted to do something similar. And I think with the right kind of contrast paints and even mixing in a little bit of the medium, it kind of might really work in that kind of way. Sure. So I was thrilled because it got me excited to paint, and I and I waited. I held off on my Soviets, so it just worked great. So yeah, I I'm curious if anyone's tried to do Zenithal underneath it yet and get a and see what the results are. I don't think I've seen anyone do it yet, but so what I'd I love did to see it. Is I took I took one of the Games Workshop primers, um, the Dunes, whatever the Dunes color okay. is. Yep, it's yep. kind Zen of a dark Dunes. Um, yeah, it's like a dark khaki color. Okay, and everything there, and then I took the Wraithbone, which is the the warmer off white contrast yeah. primer, and I zenithal that on top of it. So it's a subtle zenithal, okay. and that worked. But 
but anything darker than the gray that they recommend, I think really mutes some of the colors and it's sure. just not going to be suitable. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do like a real Zenithal with starting with black and, and bringing it up, you have to be super careful and any of the darker shades probably wouldn't work at all. So No, I mean, I, I, I imagine I'd have to adjust how I Zenithal, but mm-hmm. yeah, I probably would, would start with a, with a, some kind of maybe even 50% gray and then work all the way up to white. There you go. Like, I think you've got, like, the wraith bone. If you go one step higher, I don't know what that does. But if you go all the way up to white and see what that does. But that's, and that's a good idea, too. I'd so you do. There's a lot of experimentation that can be done with, with these right. paints. So I'll be excited to see what. And I've seen some other folks on the Bolt Action Facebook group kind of doing different things with the contrast. And I think, I think Jeff's played around with it a little bit now, too. So I think collectively we're going to be able to figure out kind of what's what's really going to work and what might not so it's it's kind of it's just another kind of cool thing so by the Mm -hmm. time by the time i actually get to painting my romanians you guys will have figured it out and i will be happy as a happy as a pagan something the browns i'm really impressed with the browns so far so i actually have seen i actually saw someone paint stormtroopers with white and i was actually impressed with the white too like i was like actually that looks great like the the white is an interesting one yeah, so. it's, it looks tricky, but I think it like it does a decent job. Um, we'll have to we'll have to sit and play around with it. That's uh, I'm not a lot sold of, on them. Well, <laughs> Pat, Pat's the bitter Pat's the bitter blossom in our group here. Well, it's 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 a it's a color thing. So you know, especially with bolt action, you're kind of looking for historical, and you're looking for some very specific shading, uniform shading, and the range that they have for the paints, at least for. What I was looking for for German and for British is the closest I had was like, okay, these look more like Americans than they do British. So yeah, the the color matching might be really difficult for some for some things you're looking to do for sure. Yep. And I'm not looking to be blending my my con my contrast paint colors together and hope to God I remember what the what the measurement was because it's eight freaking eight freaking dollars a bottle for crying out loud. Yep. So I bought I bought two and I, I bought two colors the military historian or whatever kind of a greenish and then one of the browns that you were using Dale and then I got that Zentretti dust primer he rung it up at forty bucks and I about fell over I'm like are you kidding me I got three freaking things here the twenty dollar primer is a killer yeah oh, oh my, my god. god that's disgusting yeah, yeah it's tough so you know, like. There's, there's plenty of people on the internet. You can go search for it. There are alternatives that seem to work. I have seen people with yeah uh, good I have results. A bunch of paints that work. Well, I not no not uh, different primers that that work with the contrast paints because apparently it has something. A lot of how the contrast paints work has a lot to do with like paint tension, like or the tension of the of the paint. Um, so using the wrong if you don't have a smooth uh, primer coat, it tends to not work the way they had intended. So you got to use certain primers. But if you go look, there's plenty of people talking about different primers that seem to have a similar uh, consistency. Well, I also will say that the the primer, in addition to being expensive, uh, seems to come on a lot thicker than the the primers I'm used to doing. And I think that's part of it is that 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 is part of the how it's making up for the paint itself. Yeah, a little warning in the can might have been nice. But, you know, whatever. You spray, you learn, you can go back to what you know. What, what did you want to say? Warning comes out thick? <laughs> comes, out thicker, comes out thicker than you think. Oh, God. Be sure to test spray this a few times so you know. <laughs> just, 
you waste, that, waste, I mean, waste five dollars of this testing yes, before you use you it. it. You pull the trigger twice. There goes two fifty. <laughs> surely, just like when you pick up a pair of tongs in the kitchen and you click it twice to make sure it works, <laughs> when you pick up your primer, don't you do a couple of sprays just right, to yeah, test like, spray? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because you want to know how. <laughs> I don't, I don't know wanna... how this is going to come out, so I'm going to position it right up above my miniature. And <laughs> here we go. <laughs> just, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying this, we're going to do it live. Let's go. Did and just yeah, right. Yeah. Six seconds later, later. Pat's like, "Oh, where'd all the detail go?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why's the can uh, empty? That was a fun twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at, hobby wise. Okay. So. okay. Um, Sweet. So we were talking about Facebook. I'm going to go into some of the Facebook stuff because we actually got some. We've been getting a lot of messages about why is your up, website up not up to date. Obviously, if, if that's been corrected. we fixed that one. Nice job, Brent. Yep, yep. Thanks. But uh, so I wanted to call out one. We get we get lots of stuff, and I think that's awesome. Um, we got one from what, what do we say? His name was Rise. I think that sounds cooler. Rise. Uh, yeah. What What did you think it was? I thought it was Rise. Rise. Okay. I think you said. I think I said something. Or, rice. Yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, which he uh, he wanted to point out that there's an interesting uh, charity that you know maybe people aren't aware of. It's called Models for Heroes. Uh, you can probably Google that. I'm guessing that's going to work. Otherwise, it's modelsforheroes.co.uk. Uh, apparently, what they do is they send unpainted models to uh, soldiers that have returned that have PTSD and helps them you know do stuff like like just like. Uh, Jeff said it kind of takes your mind off of things, and so it, it's an interesting, interesting thing. So if you have models, plastic mo- bare plastic models, like I think everyone has. I mean, should I still have you know sprues of stuff from the last sprue sale? Thanks, G- or, uh, I almost said thanks, GW. Uh, thanks, Warlord, <laughs> <laughs> for reaching um, into your wallet and helping themselves. Yes, yeah, they they well at least they gave me something for the trouble. Uh, but so yeah, you definitely it's it's an interesting idea. I, I liked it. I thought we should give it a call out. I don't know if there's anything else we wanted to talk about in here, but that was the one that I saw that I was like, oh, let's talk about it. Yeah, I checked it out. It's um, the, So they take the, um, you can donate unbuilt kits in addition to just straight monetary donations, depending on what you're most comfortable with. But it's definitely, yeah, it's one of those things that um, that he he showed. And I looked at that. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be supporting them. It is, it is UK-based, but I know we have a lot of folks that listen from around the world. And yeah. It's just one of those ways that it's kind of, it's like a personal way that we, that's a part of our hobby and kind of our gamer culture that lets us kind of, you know, maybe make a little bit of a difference in, in folks that we all definitely admire to begin with. So, Yeah. yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I wish there was let's a US version. Well, and let's face it, guys, it's been in your closet for three months. You're not going to do anything with that. Give it to someone who will. Right. Right. Well, I and mean, it's not even like just giving it to some random guy. It's, you're helping right. someone... Right, you know, potentially recover from something that you know is a big deal. So, yeah. uh, I will also say thank you to our Patreons. Uh, we have lots of them, but several of them hit their 12 month anniversary. I think probably a month and Sweet. a half, two months Very ago, cool. which I think is really cool. Uh, so they got their reward uh, sent to them. I think it was I, two weeks ago. Within I don't know last, when I exactly. Within the last month, you did it. Yeah, yeah. So they. It's they what you do between episodes. Now. Right. Yeah, I actually have to like I have to sit there and paint the stars like I work in a sweatshop. Um, <laughs> you haven't taught your kids to do that yet. What? No, you haven't no, taught my, your kids no, to do that yet? my no, my infants are not good enough. They, they their quality is <laughs> too shit that I 
I had to fire them. They go outside the lines. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, Man, exactly. Those stinking American infants are behind the rest of the world in these <laughs> in these regards. Right? <laughs> Come on, well, parents, get on that. Let's go. Yeah, I, I sorry, I, I decided that I would just do it myself. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Is like, if you're not going to do it good, I'll do it for you. So. Um, well, yeah, like I, I haven't, I haven't offered to do some, and you're like, you don't have the right red, you can't do it. Well, no, I was, gonna, I was going to give you the red actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, I would have given you the whole set. Like, here you go, just paint another hundred of these, um, which I still could do. Uh, Bring them in on a Thursday night, and we'll do them all together. Yeah, we'll just sit, and we'll kick them oh, out. Man, if I can get there before you leave, Dale, that would be great. Um, someday I will be able to again when everyone can sleep through the night. <laughs> it's we're not that far away. Quite honestly. Uh, so anyway, again, thank you, Patreon, uh, Patreon subscribers. I don't know what you call them, pa- Patreons? patrons, 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 patrons. Oh, well, yeah, they it messes me up with the name of the site. Uh, we really do appreciate it. It actually helps us a lot and keeps the lights on. So, yeah, thanks so much, guys. It's awesome. Yeah, it also mm-hmm. it also does help us get to do some of this other stuff that uh, you know this other thing that we have. You know this you know, this tournament that we run. Uh, so that's coming. Wait, are, you quick, trying, are you trying not to say its name? No, I was I was trying to think. <laughs> you forgot the name? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there's, well, there's multiple names for it now, too, right? Because, okay, so, the, so Renegade Open is the, the conference. Is the, yep. Overall the convention. Thing. Convention, yep. that's what I'm looking for. And then we have Recon Rumble on Friday now. Yep. Right? That's just And then we have Operation fun. Snafu. And this year, uh, it's a snafu too far. Woo! Which I think is cool. So there, it, it's, it sounds like fun. Good name for it. <laughs> Actually, I think it was I think it was Dale that came up with that one. I think so too. And if it wasn't, we're giving you credit, Dale. So it's all me. Slash blame. It's fine. I'm yeah, surprised he didn't come up with something funnier. It was enough. It's been an off summer. Okay. All right. <laughs> off summer. But, you know, whatever. Market garden thing. It, it makes perfect sense. Totally. Yep. And it, we, it'll fit some of our other already existing tables and plus some new stuff. Uh, I'm excited about the stuff we talked about before we started recording. It yeah, that, that's classified. Yeah, it was, I'm just talking about it in general or uh, vagueness so everyone can get excited but not know what it is. There's going to be some cool stuff, guys. The, as always, there's cool stuff. I, I assume we can talk about the... We're going to kind of keep a similar format of Axis versus Allies and that we'll have, you know, the team camaraderie that we've always had that's become known as our, our format, right? Yes. There'll be interaction between players during rounds. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's so all of the shenanigans that we've pulled before will be pulled. They may just be a little different or very different, depending on what we decide. Yep. But we like the, how we pull things, so we're going to pull them again. Right. We like the interaction. We like to have the tables be... Well, we like to have the teams be interactive. I'm uh, just ignoring that one. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a team sport, right? Right. And yes. There's, there it's is the only a, sport that, uh, that that people in our age group can actually handle at this time. Yeah. yeah. Until we make there's them not walk. not a lot of running, <laughs> but you may have to walk a ways from time to walk time. Walk around the tables in the sorry. middle that you have to go the long way on. Cause yeah, sorry, Jason. <laughs> still sorry about that. <laughs> Are we? I'm pretty sure that I saw that the new diagram had them in the middle still. I'm joking. I don't think they were right. You put them on the ends now. No. 
We, it, uh, yes. We took that feedback. Clo- closer to the end. <laughs> Our intention wasn't to increase the cardio of the day, but, you know, a couple weeks ahead of time, if you want to get out and walk some, that might be, you know. Not a bad idea. idea. Yeah. Dude, not a bad I mean, idea. Quite honestly, right. you're on your feet for two days, basically nonstop anyway, so it's not like it would hurt to have a good pair of shoes and actually do some exercise. Yeah, do some deadlifts beforehand, you know. <laughs> oh, as a bug eater, sure. I, so, I so wish I had brought my anti-fatigue mat with me. Jesus. Oh, God, yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that have been nice? That just, would have been really that, That's something to add to the list for next year because that was yeah. a, like a gymnasium floor. So right. that, that'll that be the prize for next year will be the snafu <laughs> anti-fatigue mat. <laughs> snafu snafu you know, anti-fatigue mat. That's a good the, idea. <laughs> you, you joke, but uh, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and then the year after that will be the snafu walker. Yeah, well, hey, if it's got a tray for my army on it, it's perfect. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just walk up with the tray on the, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how far into the details we are going to get. Otherwise, I, so we know that it's the same format as 20, how many points is it? 2150? 1250. 1250. 1250. What am I, Jesus, what am I playing 40K all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> Or wow, Warhammer! It's freaking apocalypse almost. It's apocalypse yeah, right. bolt action. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. So twelve, twelve fifty single reinforced platoon. We are again uh, letting the intelligence officers and the chaplains be added to a reinforced platoon. Uh, expect probably by the end of this month for sure an official email going out to those that have registered with the initial information. So with the you know as far as getting dialogue going, which side you want to be on if you play Access Allies. If you are painting to a specific army and you're not sure if it's 100% legit, feel free to fire us a, a message or an email and go, is this, this is what I'm thinking, is this going to work, and we'll tell you Sooner no. Sooner the better. I mean, we'll look at it. <laughs> but Sooner the if you, better. If you, want to, if you want to hinge your hobby on what you're painting for the tournament and you want to know it's still cool, ask. It, right. it, it doesn't take yeah. us real long to respond to those things. Yep. So. Usually they're pretty straightforward. Like, no, that was in the theater book. Come on. Yeah, we're looking right. for reasons to not work, so fire that right. stuff off. Right, exactly. Well, you bring us bring us your best favorite list you want, and we'll try and crush it until you can't bring it. And then we'll crush your dreams, nope. and use it's not come anymore. Right. To the tournament, yeah. that is. Because yeah. that's yeah. what we no, do. Weren't we just begging people to sign up, like, 15 minutes ago? And now yes, we're yes, we were. We still are. <laughs> we're not begging you, but it would be great if you are thinking about coming that you sign up so that we know that, they're, that you are intending and showing up, because... There's still a couple it's, spots available. Yeah, it helps with logistics as well, so we can actually yes, figure absolutely. out kind of you know what we're looking to do. So prizes and other stuff. If, if you come, I'll buy you a coke. <laughs> well, there you go. See, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll have some rum for that coke too. So there you go. I I'll wave. I guess that works. That, that's really all I got. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and getting registered earlier lets us get the conversation going and getting the side set up. So if you are painting something that you know which side you're going to be on, and that just kind of makes a difference, right? Yep. For yes. us and for you, because I know there's a lot of people who sign up and they'll they'll play whatever. So they're like, "Hey, I got both. Let me know what I need to bring." And that's cool. We really like the flexibility in that because that makes life a lot easier for us. It does. It's super helpful too. Yes, we love yep. flexibility. Yep. But in the end, I mean, the the earlier you sign up, the more likely it is that you'll be able to lock in what it is that you want to play, um, which then helps the others figure out. Well, yeah, we just got to get those those sides filled up to know and, and communicate, and then and then once the sides are in place, then we can start you know doing that communication and the team building and the planning and, and everything else that goes into 
all those extra early weeks of Operation Snafu. So exactly. Yeah. Should exactly. be exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that I know that uh, that Rick and I have already started talking about kind of fleshing out what those communications are going to look like and and how that's going to work. And so again, it's all about elevating what we've done in the past to kind of a new level so that the players are, are always getting something new and exciting out of the experience, but we don't want to deviate too far from, from what we've we've done successfully. So, Right. And yeah. you have to watch out for those double agents. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, there's, well, in, there's some tricksy stuff happening. So, Especially when you have to shift somebody to the other side the last minute because of drops. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's still fun in games. Yeah, I will also say, so the Recon Rumble has a, has a kind of a theme that kind of feeds into the Market Garden, so what happens in the Recon Rumble will have an impact oh, yes. into the first game of Operation Snafu. So, and there's also kind of a, a, I did post this flyer up on Facebook a few weeks back that kind of hinted at the army composition and that if you... Uh, you didn't necessarily have to do transports like the like the previous year, but if you did, you get some bonus points. And if you can get your your list, your 750 list, and recon rumble to use is actually part of your 1250 list, meaning that the same units are in there. Then you get an extra point for the recon rumble only. So that's I'm trying to dissuade um, people playing different armies. Not so much that they I don't want them to play different armies, but that the faction switching between the days. Sure. So if if I put together a list for Recon Rumble at 750 points, but it doesn't have any transports, but that same 750 points is in my Operation Snafu list, I still get at least a, one of those extra points. Correct. Okay. Will I be at a big disadvantage if I'm not in a bunch of transports for Recon Rumble? Well, we'll see how the playtesting the scenarios goes out. Okay. Right. Mobility is always beneficial in Recon Rumble, but it's when, just not mandatory. Right? At smaller points, yes. Smaller points, the mobility is pretty huge. Yeah. Because there, there is some, there is some, uh, there is some terrain to cover, and I think uh, I'm pretty sure two of the three involve first wave. So I mean that always slows you down a little bit if you're, you know, getting those extra movement out of the transports is a lot better. Yep. There's a minimum you're getting extra six inches because the transport can go 12 in advance, and you can get out and get another six. So you're at least picking up an extra six inches with a transport as a minimum if you don't take a run on there and you know not worry about the first turn. Right. right. Very cool. All right, so that sounds good. we got a lot of cool stuff going on for Snafu, I think. So. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, yeah. I'm just looking forward to finish writing the stuff. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah, I know that too. It's super fun writing scenarios and stuff, <laughs> especially for this. And then making so, yeah, right. Do you want to oh, so reach out? Do we to... pick up any new sponsors for our tournament, possibly? As a matter of fact, yes. Uh, probably about 15 minutes after I finished editing the last episode and posted it, I got an email from Alan at GC Minis. Confirming right. that you, of course, will be there. Awesome. Sorry, I didn't see your email sooner. So, hey, Alan, awesome. Thanks again. I always like to have a support. He's got good stuff. And oh, I yeah. managed to get through the, the the nine stages of whatever is involved and hoops that they set out. And we have Miniature Market on board. is sending me what looks like to be about 100, 120 MSRP worth of merchandise. 
Awesome. Nice. Yeah, much of, wow. Some of it even looked like it's bolt, bolt action related. It hasn't arrived yet, but I did see the shipping invoice the other day. Uh, in fact, there was some sort of shipping snafu, oddly enough, when I'm like, hey, you know, three weeks ago you said something was coming. Did this happen? He's like, well, hang on. I didn't click the button on the paperwork. Here it goes now. I'm like, all right, cool. Dude, that's awesome. So. That is. I, I mean, I've I've definitely spent a lot of money at that particular online marketplace. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just remember, after $100, shipping's free. They have some good sales <laughs> all the time, too. Yeah, they do. So. And we still, of course, got our other ones, Rubicon USA, Osprey, Crumlock Historical, Gaddis Games, Microart Studio, Deep Cut Studio, and Cedric at Zulk, and who I need to get a hold of this month, because he should have some time for me. That's awesome. Yeah, he's really busy. I know his family's just expanded recently as well, so very cool. Yep. Good. Any more any more little spoilers that we wanna we wanna throw out there? Uh, uh that's an interesting question. Well, um see I um I thrive on uh feedback. And so I'm working on this this board for the uh, the upcoming tourney and I really loved how both Jeff and Pat last year you both had done boards and then they kind of unveiled at um at uh at the tournament and Pat yours none of us had seen any of it before and I'm mm-hmm. like that was so cool and so I'm like I'm going to do that this year and I'm working on my board and I'm like Oh my god! I wish I could show this off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really kind of stuck with like, um, yeah. And you guys have seen a little bit of it because you know I, I need some feedback on a few things, um, and plus that keeps me going. And, but I'm like, God, I want to take little spoiler yeah. shots and like Dale, put them out you, there. You can send them to me. I won't be there. Oh yeah, that's right. I can I can give you as much feedback as you want. Maybe you'll probably tell me to stop. That but. that might be a good compromise, actually. So someone's going to see it, but it, nobody. I'm not going to share it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But that's right. So I don't know. Well, maybe. Well, that's not really spoiler. It is a spoiler for Rick, but that doesn't I, help anybody listening. It, but the problem is, it's not He's, spoiling anything for me. I won't get to see it, it at the tournament. Yeah, he won't so. get the shot. He won't get the the grand unveiling. Yeah, I won't get the money shot at the end. So. so. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're an hour in. It's so we'll see. Now, right? We'll see if that's um, if that's enough for me. Then there won't be any board spoilers for me for anybody. But still, I'd like okay. to. I don't know. We'll see. I, I will mention that I do have to paint some paratroopers for the tournament. That's all I'm yes. going to say. Yeah. Okay. That's mm. a good one. So okay. Yep. All right. Uh, do we want to jump right in, or we want to take a little break? Well, let's take a why don't break. We play a little music. Yeah, All right. Yeah. We will uh we will be back in three minutes. We hope you enjoy the music. Give or take. We don't know what it is yet, but <laughs> Okay, the thirty seven minute symphony. Good luck with that. <laughs> Promise. I'm not, we'll be back eventually. I haven't picked anything. We'll be yeah. back. Oh 
Music, as always, I'm sure you did. Right, mandatory. Fun. You have to enjoy. It. You had to like it. You that's, had to like it. Seems to make sense for this book. Let's be honest. That's why they're here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're asking for a soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> it's wrapped up. No one's even listening anymore. So. <laughs> right. Well, no, they got to listen for the song at the end too. So they fair, enjoy that fair, yeah. well. Usually, if you yes. find a second song at the end, you're right, and then maybe yeah, a little more all... funny, funny parts at the end. They, they enjoy the intro song, and the you know, and they they, just, they put up with the stuff in between the songs just because they're painting or sure. driving or whatever it is they're doing. Usually, <laughs> some kind of other form of torture at the same time. You're right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so we're going to get into the meat of our episode. So we're going to talk about the Korea book. It's been it's been spoiled for everyone that is coming. Right. The, this the is Warlord, Korea. Yeah. The Warlord uh, newsletters spoken of it now. It's, yep. It's available it's, for pre-order. Should yeah, be they, in your stories. They teased the, it a few weeks it. ago, actually. So yeah, yeah. So yep. we've been seeing we've been seeing some updates on it. Uh, we have gotten an advanced There's, copy, and I feel like we got a really advanced copy this time, right? Yeah, like not even well, not even so, to the printer yet. So so so, fr- so friend of the podcast, John Russell, who we've had him on a couple times. We've had him at Operation Snafu. Um, but he was one of the co-authors on this. So, yeah. And it's a in lot fact, of he even. He even kind of even gave us some credit in the thanks too in the back, which is kind of nice. Yeah, that, that's totally yeah. awesome. He asked us I'm to, to yeah, a while back um, when we couldn't say anything, he asked us to kind of you know kind of give it a once over and give our opinions and some some of the previous edits that he was working on, and you know we were kind enough to do that. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh crap, I need it like in two days." And we're like, "Oh, okay, well we'll split up and try and get done what we can." So. But we were happy to do that for him. We got to read some cool stuff, and uh, I can I see that you know some of those some of the marks were picked up and some of the changes were made. So apparently, what we said made sense to them. Hey, all right, I, nice I, job, I had guys. not actually I had not actually not gone back and QA'd our work, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful that I, they I actually did. took some of the stuff. Good, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that uh, they took that. We, well, that we 
that we were able to help with that. I think that's pretty awesome. I think I think we're a good worst. sounding board. Yeah, yeah. we're a good, we're a good yeah. sounding yeah. board. I think is what it was. Sure. So anyway, let's get let's get into this book because my God, well, I big. think we also have to mention the other writer as well as Stephen Arquart Smith. Did yes. I say that right? Uh, Urquhart. Okay. I Urquhart. Think. I think Urquhart, Urquhart. is right. Urquhart, Urquhart Smith. Smith yes. So yeah. So John Russell and uh, what was it? John uh, Steve Stephen Urquhart Smith. Urquhart Smith. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, I think they kind of took it on their own just to be like, "Hey, bolt action works really well, but maybe we could apply this to another war period and make well, it work." Well, I think we we even go back a couple of years ago when John was obviously working on this project and yeah. he was he was yeah. working on it, and not telling us he was working on it. It was you know like, "Hey, I was thinking this, and I kind of got this idea, and I think this would be really cool." And like, yeah, that does sound neat. Right. So, I mean, the first thing is that, of course, Korea is outside of what bolt action is, which is World War II. I mean, Korea Correct. is 1950. Um, but aside from helicopters and jets, a lot of the tech was still basically the same. So it seems like an easy lift with the models you already have to play this new setting. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. The technology is, yeah, it's exactly what you said, so... Well, I mean, it, a squad-based game doesn't typically have nuclear weapons. So, I mean, aside from you know the fact <laughs> America had those, obviously, <laughs> it's not in, in a squad-based game. I think it, I think it fits really nice. So, the first thing they they come out and say in this is that you know, hey, this is you know, this is uses bolt action, but it doesn't use bolt action. They've adjusted the army list of the a lot of the major factions that were there to represent what was being used in that period and kind of drop out some of the stuff that wasn't being used. So mm-hmm. in the book is kind of its own standalone bolt action, but you still need to have the bolt action based rule book to understand the rules that the stuff does, but they do right. flush out the armies and we'll kind of go, go through that. Um, I thought again, you know, the, they're doing these books and they always do a nice little history for the first several pages and it's, they just do some phenomenal research and it's like spot on, and they include some really nice maps, and their pictures on it are inspiring. I mean, I'd like want to make a Korea table. Not yep. sure how we'll fit that in Operation Nafu, but I mean, that's just the the model work they do in these things are just freaking awesome. Yeah, for me, the history part of this, I th- I think is probably one of the best ones that I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. I actually, I really enjoyed just I, I, that whole part of the book. I really, really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun going through and. And reading it because it really kind of because I didn't really understand very much about the conflict in in the first place, and so I was coming in with kind of fresh eyes and like, well, I've heard about this, you know, and I know kind of where you've it, seen it Mash, in. yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure most of us have at least on the American right. side of it. I don't know how how far that spreads, but I really enjoyed this, and I really enjoyed the maps. There's maps in this one, so <laughs> I think big, big I think they heard us. Me. I think they've heard us in previous episodes talk about not having maps in some of these theater books. Yeah, yeah so, the Fortress Budapest was like the main one that did like all kinds of maps, right? And maps, maps with like one. with like lines showing advancement paths and you know fronts and all the kind yeah. of stuff that you would expect that we've we've seen in various other books, you know, to demonstrate these are where the lines of conflict are, you know, demilitarized zone, front line, all this other kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. and and for me because that's how my brain works, I really it really helped me understand more about okay, so this is. This is a general movement and the initial push and then the defense and the stand and the, the pushback and the back and forth. So, yeah, super cool. Sweet. 
Hey, yeah. Jeff, on yeah. page seven. Page seven. What is that tank they're picturing there? That is the back of my a brain. I just... Centurion. It's that's what it is. Okay. Turrets facing backwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at the back of the tank. That's a Centurion. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's an awesome freaking picture, man. You know, that you know, that's sweet. the one I had Weber make a 3D print of for me, right? I have one of those in in bolt action scale. Do you? Is it? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Amazing. It's my fa- it's one of my it's probably my favorite tank. Is that pre? That's I mean that was in World War II then. Uh, no, so or, here's the thing: no, they were de- they started developing that in '43, but it never saw combat in World War II. Got it. Okay. But it's an immediate post-war tank, and it had a hell of a great service life. Okay. I mean, it was just a fantastic tank. Probably the best... I'm going to get in trouble here, but probably the best tank the British ever made. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) All right. Okay. It's a fantastic piece of equipment. Right. So this book... Spoiler alert, there's there's stats for it in the book. Yeah, can I get really tangential here? So there's one the Australians had, right? And they used it in a a A-bomb test, right? They put that thing near... Near enough to ground zero so it would get hit with the shock wave and the radiation, right? Yep. They drop the bomb. Like, they go out and they check the tank afterwards, right? Okay. tank still turns on. Nice. One of these Centurion tanks? Yeah. Wow. Okay. It, the shock wave would have liquefied the crew, but the vehicle itself. <laughs> <laughs> the next crew can come over and take it over. Exactly. Somebody's got to just scoop the old guys out. <laughs> it's it's kind of like yeah. uh, remanning the, uh, the artillery piece, right? Right, right. right. But it's my fa- It's it is my favorite tank, and if you ever play a <clears throat> side note, if you ever play World of Tanks, the uh, online tank game, that's the tank I roll around in. I love it. Okay. Absolutely love it. Sorry, tangent there, but it's my favorite tank. So, that, that picture is just like is just inspiring all kinds of ideas, and just it's yes. just wicked looking. I like it. All right, I will have to get a hold of that print that that STL file. I will be putting that in my queue very soon. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Long answer to your question. <laughs> no, that's right. that's why do you think I preempted that with Jeff? <laughs> All right. So when you guys get your books uh, sometime in August, look at page seven. You'll know what we're talking about. You can look at a right. picture of a Centurion. It looks it, it is a good looking tank. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and uh, I was confused for a moment on page nine. Those are IS twos, not IS threes, because I don't think there's IS threes in Korea. Uh, they're giving a bunch of old stuff, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're giving the super fancy stuff. I think they just had the IS twos. Right, they IS got the, they got a lot of the World War II leftovers. Right, they got yeah. just got got like yeah, whatever was kind of left over. Right. The wholesale with clearance. That yep. should be the IS two. God, it really looks like a modified. It looks like an IS three, but the second one there really looks like an IS three. But it's the looker a little closer. It is the same tank as the foreground one. Yeah, just yeah, yep. It's just being just a uh, funny angle, right? And you got you got brush like kind of obscuring, obscuring it, obscuring it. Yeah, kind of like so that, that confused me for pieces. a little bit. I'm like, what? That's a, that? No, that's not an IS three. It's not. Yeah. They, it's they really do look like different tanks, though, don't they? Yes. Yeah. It's it's just that that brush in the front is kind of preventing you from realizing what it is. Anyway, so there's a, a fair number of history. There's maps, which is great. There's lots of good pictures, obviously. Um, but really, like you said, Pat, this book is a standalone book using the bolt action rules, but it is all of the theaters, all the stuff you can use is in this one book. Mm-hmm. You can't use anything outside well, of this book. Th- which I think quick, is quick change there. They're not 
theaters, they're period selectors. Sorry, yes, correct. So they broke it up into, like, yep, they broke it up into early, mid, and late, you know, uh, 50, 51, 52, and then 53. Which I think is, it was another kind of nice way of doing it, too. Right, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of scenarios in here. 17 scenarios, and all the little top secret things that they like to throw in there. Dude, those are so awesome. Yeah, I, I, this is kind of the same problem I've had with other ones, though, too, right? Is Sometimes they throw rules in there, don't they? In some of the uh, they do, and the one I'll throw out there that uh, most people will miss is the fact that they bring in they bring in an upgrade for body armor for the U.S. Marines, U.S. Marine Corps. Oh, nice, okay. Hmm. So they have, an, they have an upgrade body armor that any, um, I think it's mid or late war, excuse me, um, U.S. Marine Corps can add for five points a model body armor which um gives a it gives okay here's a new one it gives a saving throw okay so, and, what like kind of like a like your own in, like your own medic so against so you have H-E, like medics. against he and small arms you have a five plus save they actually say so it's Do not like save. so it's, it's not <laughs> like it's not like the body armor where it, it increases your ability to be wounded right um, but it, it actually like it actually says save gives you so, a word they, save, yeah, something like that. So I mean, you know, and they kind of we'll get into more of the units later, but they kind of ramp up the medics' role in this thing, of course, with the helicopters and them being able to evac faster, and they give the medics a little bit of a boon in certain situations. And so you know, the medic is technically a save a six plus if you have one six inches of casualties. So that's where they kind of I, I think they kind of derive that a little further that the armor takes the the damage and the person doesn't so yeah, I, I, yeah makes, makes those sense. little green boxes you got to draw your attention to them and then of course they got the little green box that Dale pointed out one of the first times you're looking at it where they got the at- atomic artillery piece <laughs> Jeff has a really had a really cool little add on for that when we were talking about that initially so uh, it's yeah it's just one of those bits where uh the Cold War was, looking back on it, the Cold War is kind of crazy. So, like, the atomic artillery, the idea of shooting a nuclear weapon out of an artillery piece sounds insane when you first say it. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that's a real thing. And so people had to be authorized to fire them. And when my father was a forward observer for the artillery, technically, in the event of war, uh, they were authorized for the release of it if things went to shit. So Wow. So they just had one with them? Oh, oh hell no! <laughs> I was no. going to say, I'm like, hell no, hey, no, 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 no. But okay, good, he was one good. of the people that had the training that, like, if they were going to ever use one, he would be one of the people that had the clearance and training to author, well, to call one in. Okay, be like, I'm looking, I'm staring down, you know, 200 Russian T72s. Uh, we're going to be overrun here in the next 10 minutes. Nuke it, and you've yeah, right, and the it's authorized to use them. Um, game on. Okay, let's let's microwave these boys. But, but, yeah, because somewhere somebody thought you know using tactical nukes wouldn't escalate. <laughs> it to boggles my mind. Strategic nukes. Yeah, I don't get it either. But somebody thought that oh, was that a was thing. that one was a small one. It's no big deal. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's somebody thought that was right. right. It's Jesus. just a little well, I, baby nukes are a thing. Oh, right. Man. I know, but I'm just saying. It's like yeah, that bunker it's not busters escalate quickly. Right. Well, I, I've played Supremacy, so I know how these things go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, All of a sudden, there's nukes flying everywhere really yeah. fast, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. So well, the, I mean, uh, real quick, yeah. the, the body armor uh, does actually say, yep, it uh, 
Flak Jacket gets a 5 plus save versus HE in small arms. It's on or about page 61. Is it, uh, nice does it slow him down? It does not. It, so troops equipped should, can yeah. run due to the improved nature of the materials over the World War II Soviet equivalents. Sweet. That's, uh, that's, I actually do like this change because it is, I found it kind of a little bit almost game-breaking that you can only wound vets on a 6. Right, so like dudes running around in body armor, like guy, oh, you can only hit me on a six, or you can only wound me on a six. Yeah, right. I, it was just yeah. kind of, which just kind of became a little janky quickly, in my opinion. So, but they were it, slow, so inexpensive. Right. Well, they were wearing like freaking like stove pop, stove top pipes, or, or <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, they're wearing whole ovens on their bodies at this point. But to wood burning <laughs> ovens walking around. Yeah, just, oh, Jesus, I'm a tin man from you know. <laughs> The, where do you th- I mean, where do you think they got the Wizard of Oz story from? <laughs> <laughs> totally making that right, up. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, and the M- M65 atomic cannon, they do not list any specific rules, so don't expect to be able to put it into your bolt action list anytime soon. And I it. don't think there's a model so, log for it. No, <laughs> no armor save for on the body armor against the M65. I would, yeah, right. I would think not. Yeah. Unless you uh, want, and you just walk around glowing. Right, right. Just, just for the record, Actually, if you read that, if you read that closely, you'll note it's a 15 kiloton tactical nuclear shell. They fired one time ever to test it at a target 10 kilometers away. That is awfully right. damn close. Was that like six and a half miles or seven? Not miles? quite. Not quite even that. Jeez. Like, hey, we really wanted a suntan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, we'll, that's... we'll definitely get you. We might have gotten us <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> It's you like know. if this thing if this thing accidentally cooks off in the gun, eh, we're well, gonna hit I you mean, anyway. Yeah, I mean to be yeah, right. They're like, yeah, wait until they get close enough that if even if it doesn't actually go anywhere, it still kills them. I, well, it was brought in at the end of the war as kind of a deterrent sort of thing, but you know, yeah. Right. I, I was having Good a times. discussion with my wife. I don't know, over the years, and we were talking about, you know, because we're, and, and you guys with little kids, you'll understand, you you buckle your kids up, you get the special car seats, everything's all about safety and stuff like that. When I was a kid, we didn't, we rode around in the back of pickup trucks and oh, yeah. hung out the sides, oh, yeah. and, and I was thinking, how in the world did anybody survive, and why was this ever allowed when I was a kid? Well, they're detonating 15 kiloton nukes five miles away, so they're not really concerned. <laughs> right. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, we should just swing in the seatbelts, not wear them. Oh, right, dear. exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's not wrong. That was one of my favorite things about the little top secrets in this particular. Because I, I read that, and I'm like, is this a real thing? And I had to Google it, and there's a Wikipedia page, and yeah, it's yeah. a thing. And it's then I liked, I'm like, did you guys see this? And then And then Jeff told the story, and I was like, that's so cool. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we? I mean, do we want to dive into any scenarios right away, or do you want to go through some of the armies first? I don't know. Like, the scenarios come first, which is I think is a little bit odd in my mind. But um, so, I think they start. Uh, they start with the abbreviations before they tell you what the abbreviations are, and that gets a little confusing. It's just a bunch of letters thrown around like, until you get the for, army like, list. What kind of units you can get and stuff. Well, just for. Uh, for which army is which? You oh, know, they sure, keep sure, saying, sure. They keep saying, you know, here the armies of the keep the the KPA and you know all this yeah. stuff and like what 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 are those? Uh, those sound like bad guys. Are those bad guys? I mean, <laughs> communists. Sorry, I don't mean to automatically assume, but in this case, they kind of were at least us in the Western world. <laughs> so way to way to try and backtrack on that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
Comrade Kim is How proud of you. Good job. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't think you have to worry too much. So, yeah, so there's the North Korean Army, which is the KPA Army. Well, there is a right? scenario, too, is specifically about yes. Comrade Ivan. So, I mean. Right. right. So, it's know. the Korean People's Army. Yep. So, the, right. yeah, the Comrade Ivan is the, the rumor was that they had Russian pilots that were flying the MiGs that they sold to the North Koreans or gave to them or whatever. Sure. Um, and apparently they actually did finally get confirmation many years later that they were in fact Russian pilots that were flying these MiGs across Interesting. Korea. Shouldn't be a big surprise. No. Right. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the United States also does that and we don't talk about it, but the Russians have done that for forever since they've existed too, you know? It's sure. all proxy war, so... Right, yeah. Right. It's exact, right. That's exactly right. Just don't I'm sure we caught. do it too. Yeah. Right, that's exactly what it is. That's like... You know, that's why they... Uh, yeah, you're not going to have any uh, U.S. insignias on you. If you get caught, you better take care of that problem. Right. Yeah. Yep, well, exactly. Unfortunately, that means, yeah, you're kind of hosed yeah. as the pilot. Well, that that's why it was such a big deal when Gary po- uh, the U-2 pilot got shot down over Russia in the 50s. Right. Yes. Right, because yep. he was should have <clears throat> should have ended himself and didn't. Right. No, so. that's, that's dark. a dark subject in itself. Um, not that the Korean War is real bright in <laughs> general, but place. no, right? We're not in a very happy place to begin with. But uh, let's so let's get back to before the we dive into too much. Let's let's talk about some of the new models that they launched. They do have. I thought yeah. we saw they had a Korean army. On they there. do. I was trying to find and if they were selling bits of that army yet. I don't know that I they saw, are. I saw. I just saw them release like a whole army book, like or a whole set of army. Right, so like I army. see, like there's like a Sorry, whole like army a, deal, an which army looks deal. Awesome. That's one. Yeah, that's words. I, I was hoping you could like get pieces of that. Like I don't necessarily want the whole army, but I'd kind of like the command group and a few guys. You know. Well, but what about how cool the mash unit, unit looks? Yeah, oh, which is like yeah, it's pretty sweet. Which is the entire cast of the TV show. No, no, like, it's just people that? that are. It's just people that are similar. Right, exactly. Actual representations of actual. People is you know by accident so entirely coincidental. And the fact that the, the Hawkeye looking one even has a martini glass. Well, lots of guys like martinis. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> and the cowboy hat and the telltale red robe. Well, it's only if you Lo- paint it red. Come on, yeah, you can paint it whatever <laughs> color you want. It's not. It's not just red. Well, th- you're right. They don't say it's the 4077 mass unit, so there they just go, say see? it is a mass unit. I'm trying to find that right now. How the hell do you even find the Korean stuff when you're just on you, their website? you got to go to the new, new, re- new, de- new releases. New releases. Yeah. Yep. New products. Okay. Yep. Right. Make sure okay. you're in bolt action. It helps, and then go to the new yeah, products. Yeah, I, I, I was definitely in the right spot. I just... Yeah, there's, I mean, there's everyone's here. Klinger. Yeah, they're uh, all there, man. For <laughs> all 11 years. Guy that looks like uh, someone you might know. Yeah, yeah so Father Mulcahy. Uh, Radar. Do you know the story yeah, of Radar? Radar's. There's the the interesting the reason why he always had a clipboard with him. If you actually look, he one of his hands apparently had, I think he had an accident when he was younger, and he lost several fingers in one of his hands. And he's always kind of been ashamed of it, so he would hide it behind the clipboard, which I thought was I really interesting. Yeah, he, 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 like I think you only see it a couple times during the show where you actually see both of his hands, which yeah. is kind I of know a bizarre that they, thing. Is that I one know of those they things? Like to do a spin-off. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I say I know they tried to do a spin-off with this character where he became a cop because his farm went under or something like that. 
Jeez. <laughs> but that didn't wow. did never really launch. Wow. <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's like Scotty on Star Trek. He had it was missing the nub off one of his fingers, so right. he never had his hand on screen. I can't remember it. if it was like a birth defect or if he'd had an accident. I can't remember which one it was, but there was some reason why he was he would always hide one of his hands. A yeah. Strange story. Anyway, very tangential. See, we can do tangential. We can do tangents. Yeah. How do how do they get away with this set? I mean, I don't know how they do either. The movie that old? How old's the movie? Seventies. Well, the series. The movie was in nineteen seventy. The series ran through eighty three, eighty two or eighty. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's character. Yeah, there's characters in here that are part of the show, both the movie and the series, right? There are actually not that many overlapping, but uh, Radar was the only one to make be right. both the movie and the series. Same actor. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah, but like Hawkeye was in both of them. Just Hawkeye, the character Ellie Gould was yeah. was in was in the movie, and right. then of course Al Nadja was in the TV series. You know, Somebody just, watched a lot of Mash, obviously. Don't look at gift horse in the mouth. Order the set. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just, I love it. I think it's awesome. Just so, just mean, order it now because you're not going to be order or be able to order it forever. Maybe. Yeah, they'll be worth maybe. a lot more once they get their cease and desist. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying I hope that happens. I think this is really cool. I'm. I'm is this is yeah. the first time that they've done something like this before though no they did oddball from right uh, like they didn't they still sell Kelly's oddball, Heroes. right yeah and they still sell kelly's heroes right. so, so they might have so just got the licensing fine. for it who knows the, it, you yeah. know what i would imagine it's probably not a very expensive license at this point not probably the uh, especially if they're a lot trying of mash to... action figures right <laughs> if they had licensed it i right. assume they'd call it more than just a mass unit so yeah, it's all, all right. They but would have the four hundred seven seven, or at least put the, the cool. asterisks in between the letters, right? Something, yeah, uh, anything. Yeah, and then there's also the the Korean army. You can go ahead and order too. The, a fairly sizable Korean army. Um, yeah, three infantry squads. You got a command squad. Looks like a light and a tank gun, a machine gun, a mortar, and some crew and a See, an armored car. That uh, I don't know what the hell that thing is. It's Russian, I guess, but yeah. Imagine wow. it's Russian. Oh, it looks like a white. It almost looks like an M3 white scout car. I was actually Except thinking that too, but it's more angular. Though. Says it's a BTR40 APC. It's a lot of letters. It's Russian no, armor personnel character. BTR is their uh, designation for armor. That's personnel a Russian. Forty is probably the yep. year it was. Yeah. Sorry, so hmm. so it's yep. old and beat up already. Sweet. Well, it's been well loved. Looks I'm like sure they've changed oil regularly. Sure, I'm sure they really. I'm sure they did. Yep. Um, got some crew dudes. Is that what I'm seeing? Like, so like dudes to put in tanks. Yeah, like to uh, give you some yes. idea. Like, okay. Yep, tank crew. Tank crews, and then it looks like an uh, dismounted tank crew, like a wounded tank crew or something like that. Looks looks that way. Yeah, probably for scenarios and stuff. That'd be sure. Cool yeah, totally. I, but it it it's cool that they made models for this. I think it's. Uh, as a standalone book, the fact that they made an entire army for it, I think, is really cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say about back to the scenarios there. Um, having read through a good majority of them, are um, these are the specific units for the scenario. Mm-hmm. So if, that's right. kind of nice. If you are, you know, if you get one of these things and you want to like paint, know something that you have to paint to. I need this many of this guys so I can do this scenario. You can do that. So that's kind of cool. Right. Most of the rest of them are attacker defender, where the attacker has three times as much as the defender and points wise. And then there's a couple that are just like, hey, 
here's a thousand, pick a thousand points and play this scenario. So a lot of them are pretty interesting, but a lot of them are very, very, very narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And of and course, some of them you are know, pretty like, small. Yeah, and small like these numbers. things are, you know, they they represent what actually went through in the different stages of the actual war. So, which is what they do right. in these kind of books, and a really well done job as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Hey, uh, since we like tangents, I'm just I'm looking up that BTR forty here. There are almost a thousand of them still in use amongst various countries. Wow. I didn't see any of those in the parade. Well, <laughs> not our country. Oh, but, okay. But, but you, I not, mean, not listen, that parade. Right. Not but that. I mean, look, but listen to this list. I mean, Cuba's using them, Egypt, Ethiopia, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Indonesia, Iran, Laos, wow. North Korea, Syria, Tanzania, Vietnam, and Yemen. You should watch some of the North Korean propaganda. Yemen. You might see some of them. You, they have a lot of You really parades. might. They yeah. do actually have a lot of parades. In right. fact, they're the biggest user of them still. 450 still in service. I, I'm assuming that's best guess. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> not updated regularly is what you're saying, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. kind of cool. And they just spend all their time updating Wikipedia for you. <laughs> so that so uh, that's uh, an interesting change, thought. I change mean, that to 451. <laughs> yeah. Another Two one didn't come down. back last yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting thought. If you bought this North Korean army here, I mean, you could probably still use it as the modern North Korean army. Probably there pretty close. I'm, I mean, by uniform standard, it probably isn't that far different either. Well, Maybe give them helmets. I, I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, eh. eh. they might have gotten helmets by now. I don't know. Some of them probably you, do. You kind of hope. Yeah. I, you know, you say that, but when you got a million people army in a country that size, right. equipment's kind of scarce. Right. I'm guessing. Like, you, I, I guess if I had to choose between a helmet and a gun, I'd still take the gun. But yeah, yeah. I you guess. can duck, but you can't just go pew pew at somebody, right? <laughs> well, you can. They'll laugh at you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think no, it, I don't think it works in a war, but yeah. Um, okay. So, like you said, a lot so of these a lot of these scenarios are very based on like this unit and this thing do this. Very and they throw they throw a little smattering of what if scenarios in here too, like uh, scenarios seven which was a very, very serious real-world situation that they kind of throw a what-if into. And the scenario is called Nuke em Till They Glow. So you oh, can imagine yeah. what that might have been around, you know, is the fact that they you know, were discussing the use of tactical nukes, as we had mentioned earlier, and this is kind of a what-if scenario of, okay, how close do we really come? Uh, and so this one is kind of like, it's a, I think it's a two-to-one advantage for whomever. And the whole thing is that you're trying to get... Uh, I think it's the communists are trying to get their troops off the board. So even if they have a squad that gets killed, they get to bring them back on the board. And the, and so and a turn around later. And the whole thing, the objective for the communists is to get six units off the board by the end of the game, which is a seven-turn game, possibly an eighth. And that's how they win. That's no, that's no, no. It says if you get if. If a dice reaches total of six, the game ends regardless of what turn is complete is currently being right. played, and it's a loss for both sides, is what yeah, it says. Because <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's and then it says grab your parkas. It's going to be a long and cold winter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there uh, are there's some really good clever bits of humor sprinkled yeah, throughout as yeah, well. The no, there's there's some there's some witty humor. Yeah, that must be John. Uh, I, I don't know Steve, so it's possible that they both are. You know, they They're seem to get clever. along pretty well. They could both be clever. It seems like that might be the case, quite honestly. 
Because I can't imagine John wrote all of this stuff by himself, or Steve, for that matter, wrote all of this by themselves. No, he's got, like, yeah, they've got, like, real jobs and stuff. They right. have to travel places and play games. This, um, um, they go into some, uh, they put some work into also doing the best they can to describe the terrain. And mm-hmm. it was they very really different than, than what I expected as well. So there's an opportunity here for a different kind of game than what we would typically have maybe just at the club where I'm thinking hedgerows and farm buildings and things like this. This is all really rocky, you know, foresty, forested, hilly terrain, which we don't often play around with our, our bolt action. So there's right. a, a little shift in that regard as well. So No, our models fall off the hills all the time. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the ratio? One inch? Uh, three, three to three one. Inch, three to one? Yeah, three to so. one. Yep, three to one slope. Say, uh, say, Pat, since we're just finishing that scenario, if you go to page 49 here, you get a front look at that Centurion tank, and God, I hope someone releases that model. Because they clearly have it. It's painted. Oh, that's it right there. Oh, yeah. I will, I will buy that all over the floor. <laughs> all right. That's a sweet-looking uh, yeah. tank. It, it really is. My favorite thing about that scenario, by the way, is that if... You don't let the counter get to six. Both people win. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so not, not draw, but both win. Right. Uh, well, yeah. So it's. Uh, well, then I think you go. They need to go to victory points. Then after that. Yeah, I think that must be where they go. It's, okay. So yep. if the countdown did not reach six, it's considered a victory for both sides, regardless of the final point total. So apparently, it doesn't matter. So it's very narrative. It's either you both win or you both lose. <laughs> I'm not sure why you fight that battle. Then you just like. Well, well so if you you're con- if you're controlling the units moving off the board, I suppose if you're if you're right. getting beaten, then you can you can force just the the loss. Force everyone right. to lose. Sure. Yeah, I guess. And no one ever said war made sense. I mean, come on. Right. Good point. Good point. All right. I just noticing that that was it had some funny criteria to win that one. I the, the title drew me in. Yeah. 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 A lot of these are pretty cool. Holy cow! Scenario nine looks like it has a huge board, though. This one, uh, is, yeah, it's like the has one of the, the ten foot board. special rules. Yep, three foot by ten foot tor- table. Because yeah. we have a lot of those laying around. Yeah. Uh, it might be a little bit difficult, but it still can be done. But we can find that a shop. A lot of special rules in this one. There's rules for frostbite. Yep. Um, my favorite one is the liquid courage special rule, though. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not seeing. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, so... He's got a bottle of booze that he promised everyone, so they're like, all right, man, we'll, we'll keep going. What's that, you died? Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> we'll drink it in your honor. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. cool. That's pretty it's good. Like, what the hell? It's not even whiskey. Yep. That's interesting. It, it's There's like, a good variety of, of scenarios, so... Yeah. No, it, I mean, clearly they, they've put some thought into this and gone through... And looked for all the different stuff. Well, oh, what page is this? What oh, page, is this? page fifty-one. I love the way that terrain's looking. That just looks awesome. It's some awesome-looking hills. Yeah, very mountainous. I was looking yep. at page fifty-five. I was looking at the front of the tank that has like, like a whole demon painted on it. It's yeah, like that one shows up a couple teeth. different times. Battle of the Little Village, Valkyrie. So and then they and they got the, they talk about the helicopters, right? Well, and it looks like they I go was, through some more history in the middle too for mid war, mm-hmm. right? 
Well, yep. the war really changes when the Chinese get involved. Sure. I mean, we're <laughs> it's it's a hell of a it's a hell of a war to study the history of. If you're not familiar with it, I highly recommend you know picking up a book and learning a little about it. Because man, it's uh, it's a real back and forth. <laughs> It sure. was it was vir- it was virtually another world war in a very small area because there right. was a lot right. of UN forces from all across the world. I mean, they even got special rules for like having um, Turkish soldiers mixed in with the United States and that yeah. trying to deal with the language barrier and stuff like that. And um, even you know, of course, the U.S. also had they brought local South Koreans into their units and they you know they you know we get to the army list we'll find out that you can add those guys to your unit for free a certain amount. But there's a penalty mm-hmm. for it, right? So I mean, that's that's yeah. It was, it was a, a mini World War Three. Just yeah, it, basically that's what it was. Thankfully contained. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just Very such a back. Contained. I mean, it's such a back and forth. I mean, the initial push from North Korea almost almost drove everybody out of South Korea. I mean, they had them down to the pocket yep. on the bottom corner, and then the oh, yeah. UN gets its shit together and pushes them all the way to the Chinese border. And then the Chinese get involved and push them all the way back to where everybody started at. You know, it's just like it's a lot of back and, and forth. There you go, thirty-eighth parallel, one line you don't want to cross anymore. No, oh, no, the president walked right across it the other day, didn't he? He did for about pretty, what half a minute or something. So yeah, you know, well, <laughs> it hadn't happened long, in a long time. So long, longer than I'd want to walk across it. Yeah. So, uh, Valkyrie's actually cool. kind of an interesting scenario. So you've got, so you got a deployment. Basically, you're just you're uh, protecting an LZ that they're airlifting uh, mm-hmm. casualties off of, and you have you have ten of them, and like from round two on, D three casualties would be evacuated, and your goal is just to hold that until they're all gone. And I no, guess hopefully not create too many more. You'll see this scenario a lot in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. That one might be too well, soon still. Oh no! There's there's a there's a whole lot of people that want bolt action level Vietnam out there. So probably true. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. you're right. That's a really interesting scenario, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna play that one sometime. That'd be a fun one to play. Well, all of these don't. That would be bad. Like they. Well, they all look great, but that one in particular looks yeah. like fun. See, I'm not always a fan of the. You know, here is the exact army list you need to play. Right. I like well, to you know have my own versatility in there. That's just checked, me. that's just me personally. And, yeah, I haven't. Checked I can see at, why. You, oh, go ahead. Uh, and I can see why. I mean, they're doing narrative and they're you know obviously recreating an actual event that happened. So I get that that's why they're there. And as I mentioned earlier, if you're starting out in army, that's a great way to get some some practice in with it because you like I know I need to paint these eighteen guys and I can go play. So mm-hmm. that's that's also that's cool in that sense. On the other side of that, and it definitely helps, like in balancing some of the stuff. If it's, especially if it's like two for one or whatever, like you know, you get specific things. You don't just get a thousand points, and you can bring, you know, the giant tank and whatever else because you know that the other guy can't take it. I think it's right. It does help some of that stuff. It helps balance it as best as it can. Um, I didn't look back, but I remember when we were looking at this before, one of the edits I had was, like, some of the units didn't have, like, ten bros. It was just, like, a unit of these and then a unit of these. And then some of the other scenarios had that. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like that got picked up. 
good. Yeah, because that was they, one of the weird had, things like questioned during it. So yeah, they had numbers. Okay, so yeah, another, was, another some of them did, but some didn't. So scenario eleven looks kind of interesting too. That's the one where you saw the picture of the tank with the big smiley face on it. Yeah, it's the yeah. choke points. Mm-hmm. That looks kind of interesting too. Because that's a very sort of, particular board setup on that one. Yeah. And very particular. So you get a you get a oh, reinforced yeah. platoon, kind of, and you also get an armored platoon of Shermans or Pershings. So there you go. <laughs> you can use your Pershings, Kevin. Which sounds a lot of, I mean, you can have an armored platoon of Pershings, which sounds awesome, but that's kind of how Korea goes. So. Right. 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 Okay. I have to deal with IS-2s. It seemed like an unfair fight with the tanks. No. No. With the IS-2s? Well, it, I was going to say, like... Uh, IS-2s are some, solid, man. Yeah. yeah. They, they are. There was a lot of question about how the uh, Easy 8 Shermans would stack up against the T-34s. I mean, by the end of the World War II, you know, all the planners. And they actually faced off quite a bit in the Korean War, and the, the Easy 8s just punched holes in the T-34s like nothing. So they had to go to the heavier IS-2s. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, so yeah, we like we can sit here and look through all these scenarios all night long. It's a really big book and it has lots of stuff in it. Why don't we get to the armies then? Unless there's any other scenarios we want to look at. Uh those are the couple uh, the bug out one is actually kind of interesting to me too. Mm-hmm. Scenario fifteen. I just looked at that. That was that kinda of, Yeah, that one, that's kind of a fun one. Make sure you check that out. You basically have to, you know, find a way to punch through what you decide to be the weakest point of the enemy and get out. Try and get off, yeah. Yep. So, last last scenario is a night fight. So it has. Oh no, that wasn't the last one. That's the last second to last one. Scenario seventeen. Oh, that's also a night attack, actually. Yep. That's a. Yep. Interesting. And then we get into the North Korea. KPA army list mm-hmm. or Korean, Korean People's Army. Yeah, exactly. So hey, it's bolt action, so they have some special rules, right? Uh, I also want to point out that the reinforced platoon is a little different. They look very similar on the surface, but they are just a touch different. So that's why they said, you know, hey, use this book for making the armies. Don't go to your bolt action; you're not going to do well, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not as pronounced in this particular one as it is in some of the other ones, but we will get to those as we scroll through. Right. Um, so then they also do make a little caveat in here. So they give the list of the reinforced platoon, which is your standard lieutenant, first or second, two squads, zero, three infantry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they, from the reinforced platoon list, they omit uh, the commissar, but then they say later on, if the commissar is required, you can make them take the captain or major slot. So There you go. Because the commissar wasn't in every single pl- every single platoon for the Korean army, so that's that why they sense. it's in there but not in there is what they said. Yeah. So then you got some special rules. Who wants to jump on those? As I say, I'm like this one. It's got a how do you say that? Chosen Ghoul? I I don't know if that's how you say it or not. Uh see what does it say uh whenever a unit would be destroyed other or would fail a morale check and be otherwise destroyed as a consequence take the test again and apply the second result 
Russia, heard this the before. Same one. The, isn't that the Great Patriotic the Russian rule? Yep, that's a previously yep. used rule. And in qual- quantity has a root as a quality of its own. That's also another Soviet. Yep. Those are the well. Then, you know, you you get your equipment, you get their rules, right? Actually, and then not one step back is also a Korea is a is also it's also yep the Russian commissar the Soviet, rule. Yep, yep, the commissar rule. And it's it's exactly the same commissar. So when you have a commissar, you get you you can make them recheck by killing one of them, right? Shooting, I guess they you know disabling. Taking them off the table, however you see that fit. And then <laughs> right. the flag, which is rally to the color special rule, which we've, if you've listened to any of our other previous episodes, I think at one point we talked about isn't the greatest rule anymore. Is this version different? Uh, oh, yeah, just failed test when you ordered a rally. You have to pay 25 points to upgrade a guy to give right. him the rule. Right. So if it, and was it allows free, you, that yep. might be, you know, but it's not. Right, and it's only it only applies to rally checks. In addition, the rally order is successful. Unit rolls two dice and determine how many markers they remove. It picks the higher. So, very situational and not like we'd ever come up. Right, because you're always testing on your base leadership for mm-hmm. that. I guess maybe not if you have an experienced squad. Exciting per se, yeah. but not it also. Look, not it looks cool. It's actually a cool model. I'm not going to lie; it, it looks pretty sweet. Kind of would put one in my list just to have one in my list. And I don't know if I'd pay for it, but right. <laughs> so that looks like you saw the special rules for that KPA army. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it's got a very Russian feel to it, but you know, right? They get a bazooka. I like it. That's they what matters. <laughs> That's all that matters to me, anyway. Mm. Um, I. Do we want to look through all of these? I mean, the officer looks very similar to every other officer I've ever seen. I don't see anything special. Yeah, I don't know if we want to break everything down. I mean, we'll leave some mystery for people right. to pick up. Commissar seems very similar to the commissars you would expect to see. Medics seem about the same. Actually, they seem a little bit cheaper almost. 30 points for yeah. a veteran? Was that it's a That's standard. right? Okay. Yeah, that's standard. Forward observer is on par. And then you get a bunch of other infantry squads. You get a conscript rifle squad. So inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Add rifles. Uh, green tank hunter. If they have the, sorry, if they've taken anti-tank grenades, which they're allowed to take. Don't take them. Inexperienced mm-hmm. rifle squads. Regular rifle squads. We'll take them on your, on your free squad. Sure, if you get a free squad, yes, yeah, and your quantity is a quality of its own, right? Yeah. Does that's a free squad? Yep. Then then take it. Yeah, if it's free, take it. Yeah, uh, all available they are equipped with all available options available to them. Yeah. So there you go, take it. Take this take the free uh free grenades when you can. Uh is there anything else in here? Let me see. There's veteran squads. Light machine gun squad. Okay, so we got some different stuff here. I uh, get two LMGs for twenty points a model. Seems kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Got some, got some shooty, some pew pew. It's got some sappy zappy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty good. It, it seems very Soviet because now we get into the submachine gun squad. There you go. Right. Oh, they have an assault engineer squad. Ooh, this is very German. Oh, and it even says much like the Germans. They got a motorcycle squad. 
me see. Sorry, I got quick notes here because we're still seeing edited versions. They're driving around in BMWs. That should make you feel cool. I don't know. No. Uh, I I can't imagine anything cool there. Medium machine gun. Me, uh, wow, I got tongue tied there. Medium machine gun team. Uh, nothing heavy machine gun team. There we go. We got nothing here. All right. So there's nothing different. Bazooka team. Which is, you know, it's a time period thing, so that makes sense. Right. I was just looking at yep. whose bazooka they have. Uh, pen value plus six. Oh, they may upgrade for a pen value of plus six for 20 points. So you can make an, like a regular for 80 points would be a plus six pen. It's kind of good. I don't hate it. Um. Okay, so then they got a flamethrower team. They actually have the Soviet rules for this. This is basically a Soviet Union army. I'm, everything I'm seeing is basically telling me that. Uh, outside of the fact that Were I they, guess the Soviets did not have a bazooka. <coughs> did they? No. No, they, they had Panzer they, pan, they just used Panzerfaust to know. Yep. During the war, yeah. Right. During during World War II, yes. Yeah. So this has the, the ROKS-2, which is the can't be, it hides itself, right? Looks like a Which rifle. I find it interesting that they didn't include this option into the engineering <coughs> squad. No. Oh, I didn't even notice that, but yeah, that probably would make it really hard to get rid of, period. Right. It would, it would just always land where it needed to go, and then and then they'd roll a one. Uh, medium order, heavy order. work. Right. Oh, here comes, here comes some different stuff. A gorilla cell. So they have... This um, is an interesting. Yeah. So we have similar... So we have similar stuff on other units. They have superior field craft, which we've talked about before. Uh, during setup, they can hidden setup. They start the game in ambush. Uh, first turn of the game, all girls treat rough ground as, and obstacles as open ground for moving, which is really cool. And they're forward positioned. It's a pretty rad unit, quite honestly. And infiltrators. Points. So they're 36 points so for three dudes, and you can add up to six more guys. Yeah, so for 9, 12, or 15 some, more. Yeah. yeah, there's some fun there to be had, I think. I think it's an interesting unit. Uh, well, that forward positioning is is awesome, especially with the being able such to, a cool to unit. start an ambush. Yep. Yeah, you start hidden in an ambush. It's really good. Forward. And, <clears> forward. and then if you have to move, you can you can run across obstacles and rough yep. ground. Yep. Uh, so they can get, they can get submachine guns. Uh, some of them can get... Three of them, submachine guns, of course, the LMG option, and oh. the ever-infamous anti-tank grenades. So you can downgrade them to pistols, too, <laughs> for minus three points a model. So you could actually get it down to nine points a dude, a regular, or 12-point veterans that are advanced deploy and can run through difficult ground the first round. And plus, so if, you, uh, if you're doing... Uh, well, I forget what. So even if they're in the first wave, they're still forward deploy. But you can also right. use them as outflankers. So they got some flexibility to them, which is kind of nice. They don't suffer the minus one when outflanking. So it's like it's does, interesting. Does pistols give you tough fighter or no? Yes. 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 That's, it's assault. There it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is like eighty-one points. Eighty-one points. Yeah. To get you nine nine veterans with pistols. That are going to be right on top of the enemy. That are going to be running at you as fast as they can, as quick as they can. That's pretty interesting. And you get to deploy them after you see where your opponent probably deploys most of their shit. 
So it's got an interesting little bit of stuff there. Yeah. So the gorilla cells. That's that's a that's an interesting unit. So I think we've seen sim mm. similar things. So yeah, we have. Interesting. So they got it's standard loadout for artillery. Seems yep. How yeah, all the all the choices. Um looks like some more Soviet weapons for their anti aircraft guns. Right? Well at least one of them is the The sixty one K. Oh yeah, the, oh, M the next one down is parentheses Soviet. <laughs> It's a good indication that it might be a Soviet weapon. Um, it could be. Yeah. Where's my Where's my gas? I need my gas. Uh, well, well, we're not there yet. We're just in oh, the gun. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jumping the gun. There. But they don't have the gas truck. Spoiler alert. Nah, they have a gas truck, but it's right, not it's the transport. The gas it's, truck. Yeah, not, yeah, it's the right. one that transports dudes. It's not the cheese truck. It's not the cheese truck. It's not the big wheel of cheese truck. No. Uh, they got the Zis three. Oh, so we're going into tanks now? No, that's I know that's, that's the Zis three. That's the gun. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's the gun. Divisional. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they got I, a bunch, yeah, bunch of guns. It's nothing we haven't seen before. Um, they got the A nineteen field gun. The A nineteen field gun, which is the versatile, can also fire as a medium howitzer in addition to a heavy, a heavy anti tank. So that's but it is nice. less. But it is less than ideal. Yeah, um, we've seen that oh, one before that's too. That's brutal. That's so brutal. When firing as an anti-tank gun, it receives a minus one to hit modifier, as if it were firing at long range, and it no, never, never receives the, the plus play. one. That's that's brutal. I'm sorry. That's, that's like that's the price of versatility. It takes hundred points. It's still hundred points, and I suppose Ooh. you get to shoot it either way. I suppose that is true. Right. But and a medium howitzer at hundred points. I mean, yep. That's wow. no minus yeah. one there. No, there's no minus well, I mean, one there. If, if if you're used to rolling sixes, I mean, go for it. Yeah, right, just right. snafu dice too. Right, so right. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's a twenty-five point upgrade to a medium howitzer. You might be able to hit some things. I guess if they're in the open. Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Why not? Right? That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. But and. It doesn't matter to you if they're at long range or not because you're suffering it even if they're too close. You know, right. catch me. Like, oh, yeah, I don't have to measure. You don't have to measure. That's the beauty of it. He's like, you're in range? Right. Yeah, I'm in range. Okay, good. We don't have to worry What's about it. If you're a slow gun, player, so this is for you. So, the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so the board is your range and or fire. You, or you forgot your tape measure at home. <laughs> <laughs> Stock yourself with this and you're good right. to go. Yeah, you're like, all right, I don't need to measure anything. Great. Okay. Um, yep. Let's let's jump into vehicles because none of the other stuff is super. Unless anyone else sees anything exciting, I'm nope. not excited nope. about jump any of the stuff. All right, jump it. So some more Soviet stuff. T thirty four eighty five. That's yep exactly what you expect then, it to be. Yep, and then and then my all favorite the the SU seventy six, which is that's your all favorite. I don't know stuff in my light all favorite, but it's kind of it gets kind it's of fun. Top. It's a light howitzer. Yeah. Medium Versatile. tank, medium anti tank. Yep. Can have can have uh, armor piercing shells. Yep. So, all for 115 points. It seems all right. It's an A plus armor. It's open top. I agree. It's open top, but it's an A plus, not a seven plus. Scroll down to something more fun. Yeah, yeah. Kay the, Kay the next one's more fun. The Kayutsa. Katusha. 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 
the land mattress. That, that's always yeah on a on a truck basically. Yep. The, the, you mean a naval warfare? Right. It's essentially yeah. a multi launcher. Yep. Which is, yeah. although they're one forward facing, it's a heavy mortar. They're treating it like a heavy mortar. <coughs> I know. Special rules. Sorry, yeah, special rules. Multi launcher. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You're right. Never mind. Okay. So that's those are the two three choices. Yeah. In the yeah. tanks and SF armor yep. cars. Uh, a bunch of B things. Which... Sixty four. I don't recognize this one. What the sixty four? I mean, obviously it's Russian, right? The sixty four. Yeah, it that looks the... very Russian. Uh, well, yeah, post war design. It's just ugly little humper. Yeah, there's a there's a variant of, of this in the Soviet book that you can have a flamethrower on, but they, they don't okay. have that here. Right now. Right. They they didn't so. have they didn't give them the cool stuff. They just gave them the stuff. Hey, they didn't want you can anymore. remove open top for five points. That's nice. That's good. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you can also upgrade it to an HMG. Woohoo! If okay. that's what you need to do. <laughs> so yeah, and then has, the, the aforementioned BTR forty. I guess most of them do, but yeah. a lot of armored cars do, yeah, except yeah, for yeah. Jeeps apparently, which is silly. But anyway, yeah, yep. Couple of variants of the uh, BTR forty and the forty A. Yeah, not. It seems it like still looks cool. I don't know why I'm like I feel like this is I've read this all before. Well, <laughs> well the the equipment. I mean, it was not that different. It's I know. you know like it, right from the front. It's bolt action, but it's not bolt action. So mm-hmm. a lot of I mean, this will be familiar. Right. right. This is five years after the end of World War Two. Right. So, you know. Okay. Right. And, you know, there, there are some, you know, you're seeing some pieces here that you saw in, in World War II that aren't in these lists because they weren't used in that time period. Or yep. by those armies, I guess. And right. then you've got a couple. they got the gas Jeep, the gas truck, not the fun truck. The gas is a brand. <laughs> right. It's just a manufacturer. Yes. Yeah. Right. Just often referred to as the gas when you're talking about the the four MMGs. the twin the four MMGs. twin linked MMGs yeah of hell yeah <laughs> yeah that's some fun stuff the cheese spreader and they got yes. a, the cheese spreader uh, and then they got the Yag four truck which is just basically a transporter tow and there you go that's that's what they got. And then there's the Republic of Korea, or the Roke. R-O-K, right? Um, so they haven't gotten any fun. So there's still reinforced platoon is kind of the same as it was before. They don't have the uh, they don't have the the officer though, the commissar. They do have their own set of special rules. Hang on, some of this might sound familiar, some of it may not. Uh, Tai Gukki. Basically, it like, means like the Brotherhood or something like that. Brotherhood of War. Uh, so these guys... So if your enemy unit includes any KPA units, all infantry and artillery in the list get Fanatic. Awesome. Yeah, super So awesome. situational, but if you're playing in this campaign, probably uber situational, because you're probably going to run against... As someone who's got those units, yeah. almost a given. So, and then they got conscript. Cons- excuse me, tongue's gotten large here. Conscriptions. Uh, so basically, they get a free squad of what? Just regular guys. 
conscripts. So. Conscripts. Yeah. Right. So you'll get a free squad of them. Good times. Defensive posturing. Uh, scenario with an attacker defender. Roll normal to determine which side is going to be. If not the defender, you must re-roll that dice, and the second result stands. Uh, if the defender, they get the following advantages. During the first turn of the game, the enemy cannot order his units to run, and they can cautiously probe the terrain for minefields and make their way across. So what does this sound like? Hmm. Sound, sounds like some Italian rules in there, Yep. doesn't yep. it? Yeah, to represent the defensive nature of how they fought. Yep. So... <laughs> um, so um, they also get the defensive emplacements and everything too. So, yeah, that's in the next page over there. So D three minus one, it's almost the same thing. Player can reroll die in the artillery barrage smoke chart. Hmm, that's fun. <laughs> Who uses we, that? We love our smoke. <laughs> yeah, we love our smoke. That's right. Jesus. No. So then if they start the game ahead, they can also start an ambush. Yeah, but it, it's an interesting combination, you know, picking up the Fanatic, the free unit. Now, it's a free unit of conscripts, which aren't, you know, they're not the same as a free unit of inexperienced guys, exactly. And then they get this right. defensive rule, too. So it's, you know, a little bit of a mismatch, but it, I think it fits them, so. It, it seems like the flavor of the Korean of the Korean's army, so, yeah. I would At least early that. on. When they were fighting defensively, for sure. So well, yeah, they're busy trying not to be pushed into the ocean. So yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, any surprises in the headquarters? No, no, no. They're fairly stock. Oh, they got colonels. So it's not just Captain Major. They have a colonel in there, really. Okay. Yeah, but you notice they don't sure. have a major. Right, so they just... Right. Same as the major. Just replacing. Right, it's right. major. With different, different rank structure. Yep. Right, that's all it is. Although they don't really tell you that, do they? Bah, no. Who knows? Typo. Oh. Be inferred. I don't know. We're just going to infer. Yeah, there right. you go. Yeah, I, I guess that's what you got. Fix it Medic, post. observer... Only artillery observer. There's no air observer, right? Makes which would make sense. sense. Yep. Yep. And then they've got the the conscript squad. Just exactly who'd expect them to be? Green and shirkers. Okay. Inexperienced, regular. Yep. This all seems pretty. Oh, a partisan cell. All right. I don't think that's correct. I think that's supposed to be like a guerrilla cell. Well, wonder where they got the rules from. Yep. I'm not sure. It, it's a mystery. Well, no, this is, it actually says that, you know... Is it partisan? Small, yeah. Much like the French Resistance, so... Right, because they're on the other side of the line. They're trying to fight for the South, right? Yep. Right. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, because of the defensive nature. I mean, they were being invaded initially, so... Right, so this is Mm -hmm. them trying to fight back. Yep. Which makes makes sense. So it's a squad, so what, three to nine guys? Yep, up to six yep. men. Yep, yep, up to so you can yeah, drop. Up, up you can do that. Yeah. You can you can drop down to the pistols again. So it's like the same exact unit almost. It is. Yep, it's actually the same exact yep. unit for mm-hmm. the other side. Yep, 
Yep. Which is interesting. Well, Maybe if you have been... one, we get one. Right. It makes it even, at least. But if like, you're fighting, yeah. you know, a KPA, yours will be fanatic. So. Right. 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 Which is huge. Holy freaking crap. Jeez. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that, that they can be fanatics, too. <laughs> Ooh, that's brutal. Have fun. Tough fighter with fanatic. Talk about morning. matching up at a tournament going, oh, what are you playing? Oh, that's fun for me. Now my stuff's fanatic. Oh, yeah. And because of defensive well, field crops, I got. your opponent can't run at you in the first turn. So, Right. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. interesting. And then they got the engineering squad. Uh, these ones have these have demo charges. Which I don't know. I've, maybe it's more of a Wait, specific scenario related thing. Uh, moving down to engineering squad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. All right. It it's good for blowing up fortifications. Yep. Right. 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 And they they do differentiate between the heavy or light. It just has a different heavy charges chance for of plus doing five. it. Per dude. Yeah. Well, you know, sure. Why not, right? It, gotta do it. Then they got uh, flamethrower team. We've seen that marine squad. Ninety nine Japanese rifles, type ninety nine. That's the difference, I guess. Yeah. So it's, it's another ten man squad. Can have a couple of submachine guns. Okay, so sure, why not? Sure. <laughs> Their abbreviation has a lot of letters in it. R O K M C. Light machine gun team, medium machine gun team, heavy machine gun oh, team. This is all your basics here. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing. Again, standing out. Bazooka with that same upgrade option. Sweet mortars, light, medium, heavy, all the same. Artillery looks fairly okay. So with the M2A1, they do have the option where they can, for ten points, add the heat. Rounds, which is the high explosive anti tank. So it can fire as a medium howitzer and additionally an anti tank and plus five pen. So that's nice. That versatility is awesome. It usually is. Yep. Well, when I, I think when I when I ran at Bug Eater on a Ram Zuni 2, they had the same heat, you know, 10 point heat option, and it, that's really all I basically fired for most of the tournament. So <laughs> that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a good round. It's a good round. So. Okay. Here's actually a new entry. Recoilless artillery. So get this. For 30 points regular, you get three men and a light howitzer. The team fixed howitzer special rules. Interesting. That's a good buy. Sure. Uh, so regular light howitzer is 50 points. It typically has a gun shield. So Which a lot of the entries yeah. is a five point thing. So, what do you? What do you? Why would you not take this? You would. Yeah. Well, or you could. It's probably because you take the regular at forty five points. <laughs> the medium, the medium howitzer <laughs> at forty five points. Yeah, I was just gonna say, except for the next <laughs> entry. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, because it's not as many men. It's the only thing, right? Like, there's five dudes in the crew. Uh, light howitzer, light howitzer is three men. Oh, like in medium normal. Howitzers, medium howitzers, four men, normal. Okay, all right. And they typically have a gun shield. Right. 
Okay, well, right. So the next thing is you still would take the medium for 45 points. Uh, yeah, right. You, you still can't have it. You can't get a spotter. Ah, uh, there you go. Okay, sure. That's that's the only thing you can see that would give you a reason not to take this one over a normal one. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Especially if the terrain you're setting up is effect, is what it it's supposed to be, super right. heavily terrained. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for yeah. a place to shape points... It's not a bad choice. Like in this in this particular book, it's interesting. However, I would like to spotter myself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the spotter. The gun shield is usually not of consequence, and the number of guys seems to not matter. But definitely, spotter would be good. But it's it's cheap enough that oh man, I'd really think about that. Again, it lets you buy something somewhere else. You might be okay with it. Yeah, you know that's an extra little bit of points. You get the tank that you wanted. Fine. And obviously, that's not a big enough discount to get a tank, but you know, maybe upgrade it. Well, you know, um, the mortar teams don't have a spotter option. Hmm. Wonder if that doctrine what? went away. The mortar teams have spotters. Yeah, they do. Uh, the light doesn't. The light mortar doesn't. But, but it never light, didn't, no, even light, light Oh, they're just options. May add spotter right. for 10 points. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Right, right. My yeah. mistake. Like, what? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> doesn't sound right at all. Right. Corrected. All right. snafu. Now I lost my spot because you made me go back scrolling up. Well. Scared him. Yeah. Freaked me out. Turn the wheel <laughs> the other way. I'm not uh, Then they got some anti-tank guns, which are, they've got a light and a medium. Okay. Where they're what you expect them to be. A light and a medium? Although the, yep. the light doesn't have a gun shield, the medium does. Okay. So take that. Then tanks. Tanks a lot. Uh, they got the captured Type 95 Hogo. Where do you suppose that came from? That's a Japanese tank. Very much so. Hago. Yeah, Hago, right? That sounds yeah. better. Yep, not a very good sure. one, but it's not expensive well, either, so... Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's ninety points and it's got it's what a like anti tank. Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they've got chaffies. Hmm. Are you kidding? Well, these things just show up everywhere, won't they? Yep. <laughs> these things I'm seeing these things in my sleep. Yeah, but they're significantly less dominating in this particular battlefield. Sure. Where they're regularly gonna be seeing T thirty forty fives. Where they're regularly gonna be wrecking. But you have to pay for the recce, of course. So. I was going to say, and if it reccees, it's not doing anything else, so it's fine. I'll, I'll pay that 10 points. Yep. That's that's 10 points of save my tank every once in a while. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then they've got uh, what's actually running on my printer right now, which is an M4A3 Sherman. Yeah. A couple of them. A couple variants, the 75mm yeah. and the 76. 76 is the bigger one, obviously, for those mm-hmm. of us that understand numbers. Yeah. It's getting late. I don't know if I can keep up anymore. Hold on. Wait a second. Yeah. Uh, I got it. Uh, here's, here's a new one. This is my this M46 is a good one too. Patton. It's a great tank. This is a 395 regular gyro stabilized. A little, little spendy. Well, which again only works on it's a, veteran. Yeah. It's right. It's got a super heavy anti tank. Yep. And, and also, you need to have the special rule for the gyro stabilizer to even you know how to use it correctly, which means you have to be American. 
So obviously oh, it's an American sh- tank that was given mm-hmm. to the South Koreans. Right, so they don't, it doesn't um, do anything so for them. So it's super point. heavy anti-tank, which is awesome. Forward-facing MMG. You can add a pencil-mounted HMG for another 25, and it's a 10-plus heavy tank. So, I mean, that's... It's expensive, but... Ooh, yeah. Ooh boy. Well, that's a better. Thinner. It's as good as a King Tiger, and it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Except it doesn't have Tiger Fear. <laughs> it's got its own brand, well, Tiger play- Fear. <laughs> If you're, if you're playing Korea, I don't think Tiger Fear will come into play. Seemingly, you're right. That's true. So, uh, and that's the tanks. And then they got tank destroyers, the M36B2 Jackson. I think this is. To, that's I don't it. think the Jackson was in World War II, was it? But it's got a super heavy, it's open topped. So, it's only an 8 plus, but. Then they got the infamous Greyhound. That's a, what you'd expect it to be. The very classic, classy uh, M20 Scout car. I like this one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. May replace your HMG with a flamethrower at no cost. Jeez. Wah, friggin' wah. For 80 points regular. Flamethrower? That is brutal. <laughs> that is the best upgrade I've ever seen. Yep. It's just free flamethrower. Mind you, it's a free flamethrower on a recce armored car. Yeah, that's incredible, actually. Yeah, it is open topped, but still, it's recce though. So yeah, uh, not dual direction though. At eighty points, yeah, I like it. Yikes. Flame on, baby, flame on. Yeah, right. The eighty sure. points makes it the that'll, deal. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, that'll cook your hot dog in no problem. Mm. And then some. Cook yeah. lots of hot marshmallows dogs, too. Uh, and they got. Wow. They got the M3 half track. Okay. We've yeah, seen we that. I don't know before. what that is. Yep. 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 Jeep with beep, no recce. Beep, 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 it's a Jeep. With no recce. Beep, beep, it's a Jeep. Yep. 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 And a deuce and a half. Whee. Yep. Yay. So, you know, mm-hmm. nothing terribly surprising. And then they bring up the United States and the United Nations. Hmm. This should be good. Right. Uh, reinforced platoon list again. Kind of yeah. nice, kind of fun. Okay. So, and then they've got some special rules. Just a few. Who wants to jump on that one? Holy Just geez, a few. Jesus Christ. Dude, well, they're all the same, except, so. Ex- yeah, good right. point. So yeah, you yeah. got the fire maneuver, gyro stabilizers, the air superiority, and then this new one. Well, yeah, modern this... communications as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't, don't uh, forget that one. That's what's right. That's the, yep. 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 Uh, and do then, I do it? So there's there's two new ones. Yeah, uh, they got the yeah yeah. Well, let's just jump into the, it. They get freaking helicopters. <laughs> well, they they do, but they don't. Right, I know. It's a freaking helicopter. Yeah, you're gonna put a freaking helicopter down for five seconds while you figure out what it actually is doing and make the kick ass sounds and yeah, uh, and, yeah. and if it does, what it does. Yeah, so it has if it does. Oh, if it does, you're right. Um, so you have first of all, you have to buy. A forward air observer, seventy-five points. Okay, which so, is right. awesome. We know. because there's some synergy with the air superiority. Sure. Rule. Yep. Fair. Okay. There's a little bit there. Yeah. And then there's three different options that you can pay additional points for to have the chance to do stuff with. Hmm. So for thirty points, you can buy the reconnaissance version, which has two uses during the course of the game. When the air observer is given his order dice, roll a d6 and a five plus. Roll die for each hidden enemy unit, and on a 4-plus, that spotter immediately loses hidden status. Huh? Okay. I get two chances at it, and that's it. So obviously a very 
early game, probably scenario-driven rule. This next one I like. It's a little price-heavy for only a chance to get it. So the aerial observation for 40 points. You have two uses during your six turns. When he gets his order, roll a dice and a 5+. plus For the duration of the turn, all spotters and artillery observers count as having line of sight to any unit on the table. Oh, man, that's... Mm. Jesus. 40 points for two chances. Two, two 33% chances. Uh, I like that. Now, I, I like okay, that. Okay, so here's the, here's the one thing I want to throw out there. So there's the special rule with the spotters and ranging in. So if you have a spotter who is ranging in and you're continuing to range in and that spotter is killed, you still continue ranging in unless that target has moved. Right. I'm just throwing that out there. So, you know, you might get it that one turn, and okay, now I can see everybody, and I'm ranging in. Well, this turn I can't see everybody, but you're still allowed to range in unless that unit moved. And its entire footprint has to be at least two inches, two away. inches away from its private, from its previous position. The entire right. footprint. Now, mind you, there's some Soviet tanks that are so long they can't physically do that. <laughs> so... So, <laughs> I mean, no, I know. I'm just, I'm looking at this going, okay, so this is in addition to their other airstrike that they will already be calling in. Right. So it's, Two. um, it's a buff. So yeah. there's, so there's, so, which is actually cool to me because like in this case, because they get two already, now they're getting to essentially do four things during the game. It, to me, that's a, that, that's a huge bonus. I like Even that. if it's 30 all, points or 40 points. That's Obviously, a lot of turns that they're not firing their SMG at something. If right, your, that's what you um, modeled them with. If your air observer gets sniped off, you lose the benefit, but... True. Well, I'm thing. thinking okay. with the special rule, he doesn't need to be in line of sight of anything. No, right. He just sits in a corner and, yeah. He yeah. sits there and talks on the radio and says, hey, you guys go fly around while I hide here in this barn, right? Well, I this Medvac one is actually really interesting. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's my favorite one. Yeah, I think that's the one that I might take because again, your odds are better. So for twenty points, two uses. Uh, when the order dice is pulled on a four plus, the duration of the turn fifty percent. Yep. So fifty percent of the time, your medic's special abilities increase from six inches to eighteen inches. So. But now you're also paying twenty three points for a medic. Well, which you might do anyway, right? Maybe you're thinking about it i it's a lot of points to sink sink into your hq stuff well don't, don't worry you're with the recoilless rifle you're saving you know 10 or 15 points for the recoilless <laughs> artillery right fair that's that's your medic right there <laughs> sort of i'm just saying um okay it's it's so interesting I'm, it's it's points for something that might not ever happen, you know, because they're they're just dice roll chances. They're not sure. automatic. They're not guaranteed. But right. I guess nothing in war really is. Right. Right. So well, I like it, it though. So because... even with the first one, so the first one, so there's a thirty three percent chance that you get this ability, and then there's only a fifty percent chance that you reveal the hidden anyway. Which, honestly speaking, I don't see a lot of people, at least in our meta, using hidden to any distinct advantage. Right. Whatsoever. Yeah, no. So, mm -hmm. but the ability to see every unit on the table in the Arab aerial observation is really freaking cool to me. That's that is yes, really cool. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, man, 
well, all spotters and artillery observers. So it's not like everything gets line of sight to everything. Right. Right. So you have to have you have to have spotters. You have to have spotter. Like, yeah, which, I guess which rules uh, out the recoilless stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in a different army book. We don't even know what they get mm-hmm. for spotters yet. We haven't gotten. Oh, through spo- the sorry. Units. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. They don't get it in the spots <laughs> where you'd want it. But um, yeah, I I still think if you're going to do this and you just want you want to keep it cheap, you'd go with the medvac. medevac and, I don't know personally. Well, by the time you put the med by the time you put the medic in there, you're paying the same as the aerial observer. Sure. I- I think it's nice. It's flavorful. It's I'm I'm not a fan of the. It's not a guaranteed to work for you. I would rather see it, it, one use only, and it works when you do it. I would rather see that. Okay, I can see that. Rather than you know, I mean, if you're, I, hell, I just had a tournament where my dice rolls were literally crap, where my opponents are like, "Wow, your dice are really bad." And when your opponent says that, they generally <laughs> speaking kind of are, you know. I would hate to just like, hey, look at that. I rolled a two again. Well, this is fun. Glad I put him in there, you know. Like I said, I'd rather see half the uses and guaranteed success than double the uses and only percent chance of success. That's just me. Okay. It's a thing. Right. So that's the helicopter rule. And then they've got the Cat USA recruits, which is where they they added locals into there. So each, there's some entries that we'll go to that have basically they took uh, Korean augmented the U.S. Army and they just gave them guns and said, here, you go walk around with these guys for a while. And they're like, OK, thanks, because they didn't understand English. <clears throat> so you'll find out that basically the rule comes down to you can add these guys in for free. But for every every guy you add to that unit, you get a pin to start the game. Oh, brutal. Mm-hmm. I. Okay. I think this is a really interesting rule, actually. Especially, but if you, uh, right, because you can take a colonel now. Take a bunch of extra dudes. I don't. That probably doesn't pay for itself, but. I mean, it, it potentially changes the way you build an army list, the way you start the game, what your initial battle plan might be. I mean, because it's a it's a it's a risk reward thing. Like you can start with four extra guys, but you're going to rally that first turn. Right, you know it's and they're free, so it's kind of it's this really interesting, you know, opportunity. There's some min max kind of play here, and one of these things of now Pat is going to be like, nope. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, for those for those folks, they're like, oh, you know what? If I can, if I can do this to three units and two of them successfully get it get the job done for me that's going to pay so many dividends in turns three four and five or whatever the case may be it's just it's just an opportunity to think a little differently about what army construction and i like that yep totally okay you're right i I wouldn't be including these guys in (laughs) (laughs) shocked um, let's again. They have a captain. I have enough trouble with one. I have enough trouble with one pin, let alone more than that, just free or otherwise. <laughs> free pins for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo! It seems about so, right. Yeah, we got the we got the colonel showing up again, and the officers. Yep. I was that our ranking system here. I thought we had majors. We did have majors. 
So is that a we, maybe a typo? We still have majors. Well, but, we also have colonels, so who knows? Right. It's just which yeah, say a colonel's above a major in, in almost every case. Yeah, they're playing around with having an even bigger bubble. I don't know. Okay. So here, here is my favorite unit of the entire book. Ooh, the seasoned NCO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy is freaking cool. So he's 90 points. He's a veteran. And what he does is he gives a boost to your first or second lieutenant or your... Uh, I think I think he does. That's why there's a colonel. I think it's everyone but a major, right? Am I reading that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. majors majors uh, didn't count. Right, so which is why I think they have a colonel listed up here. It's, I, I don't know. Sure. I might be reading too much into that. But anyway, so he gets a plus one bonus to the LT's leadership rank. So think of this with your... We'll just go ahead and just just avoid the whole colonel catastrophe, but think of the captain right now who's got a plus three. He's got an NCO within six inches of him giving him sagely advice, quote-unquote, and now he's got a plus four 12-inch bubble. And should that officer happen to get capped during the game, this guy will take over and act as a first lieutenant for the rest of the game. 90-point veteran first lieutenant. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. He comes with two men too, right? So ninety, so yeah, three veterans, and basically makes your second lieutenant a first guys. lieutenant, right? Is that basically what it gets to? Yep, or makes your first lieutenant a plus three, right? Oh, actually, that's a fair point. He may be accompanied by up to two men, but you don't—you have to pay for them. Thirteen points. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, which which yep. does change it. But a veteran first lieutenant costs ninety points on his own, right? But you still have to buy that guy. Yep. And this is just your backup if you ever lose him. Which is a cool thing. I like this one. And a little morale bonus when he's on the table. He has to be within six inches of the officer, but yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's... There's the the snap to action, too. The additional Mm -hmm. bonus there, so... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Medic. That's right. It lets him count as one higher altogether, right? Yeah. Medic, we've seen... uh, Nothing, nothing different there, other than the fact that you know they can kind of get booned by the helicopters. Yep, booned, so not boned. To, well, they they could do that too, I guess. But no. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's a they different aren't part shooting of the at them, the thankfully. Navy. Right. Thankfully, uh, for okay. observers, we we've kind of discussed them a little bit. So we know what they do. And then All we, right. we, yep, we've got inexperienced. Uh yeah, this is one of those units you can add to three of the Cat USA fellows too. So right. So start the game in experience with three pins. Have fun with that, Dale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he will. will. He will. Don't worry. Don't you worry. He will. Uh, I got regular. We've seen those. This is another unit that can add up to three of those fellows in there. Uh, of course, they got the BAR still in there. Still just one guy at this stage. Yep. Uh, then, then they get into the late war when they can still add three of those, and st- now they go to two BARs. Woo-hoo. Uh Engineering squad. This isn't shouldn't be surprising to anyone. This uh, they they do have flamethrowers in there because engineering squad. Why not? And of course, you can add the cat USA fellows up to three again. Start your game with three pins, flamethrower. Have fun with that. And they also have the demolition charges yeah, on this three, one too. Yeah. Three, again, three the, veterans the with heavy. rifles. Ooh. Sure. I'll take that. Right. Just 
you have to sit for a turn. With your with your first lieutenant and your uh, veteran NCO. Yeah, grizzled grizzled guy next to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems decent. Makes sense. Airborne squad, all vets, six fellas. Then this goes up to twelve. Whoa, that's a big unit. Right. Seen up to two that's men can have some machine it. guns. One man can have a light machine gun. Yep, that's right. They do go to twelve, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and they are stubborn. Woo. Um, yeah, air, squads are uh, stubborn. Yeah. yeah, airborne. Generally speaking, generally, yeah. Ex- except for Miss Prince, yes, they're stubborn. <laughs> rangers are rangers. They got the rangers are next. So. Yep, they've got the Rangers lead the way, and then I find this really funny because the very yeah. next one is the the Raider squad, which has the Raiders lead the way rule, <laughs> which is the exact yeah. same as the Rangers lead the way. Same you know, thing, whatever. Squad, you know. Oh, the Raiders right. do cost five points more. There's I think there's a there's tough fighters. Rule in there. They're tough oh fighters. no no, read the little note that uh, that Steve posted on the Ranger squad. The little the little thing there. There's maybe a special rule that had been admitted from the add Rangers. Tough fighter. Add tough fighter to the Rangers. So there's a chance that they'll get tough fighter as well. Oh, which would bump up their points then. I would imagine. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, tough fighter is one point upgrade. Yeah. Which should be cool. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Raiders lead the way, though. Now it's a new rule. It's a thing. So you can do Raiders and Rangers and just like run up the board. Sounds great. Uh, some cool U.S. illustrations of guys wearing stuff. Things. I do like those Ospreys. That's, 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 that's really yep. nice Osprey stuff. The illustrations in here, yeah. I, I love yep. the, the style of illustration. So. Yep. Uh, Marines. Marines, early, late. It's pretty much exactly as you'd expect them. I was going to say, I don't think right. you're going to see anything. Two yep. Yeah, dog teams. Right. Mortars. Yep. Of all sorts, with machine guns. out spotters again. Bazooka, sniper, flamethrower, light mortars. Oh, these are machine gun teams. Sorry, looking at the wrong things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just very few spotters, though, machine damn. gun teams. <laughs> they should have them though. Damn it! Teams <laughs> and heavy can still take a spotter. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, for the mortars anyway. <laughs> They're just shooting up in the air with their machine. <laughs> Indirect fire with a machine gun doesn't work very well. No. Unless you're trying to kill cornfields a few miles away. There's a, little, work. there's a discussion again on the Bolt Action Facebook group about how to improve MMGs. Um, and some people are listening because someone mentioned that we're like, yeah, they should be able to lay down pins whether they hit or not and things like that. So we'll see, um, we'll see if we can get that changed. And not just us, That'd but awesome. you know, the community at large. That'd be awesome. That'd be something. That'd be great. Yeah. Go Operation Just, Snafu team. Right. Crew. Operation Snafu crew. Go, go bolt action community at large to make You're the like better. To. I'm not going to yell into the microphone, Pat, but you need to yell that. <laughs> at least you feel like you need to yell it. This is all caps. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into artillery. Anything? It's what you'd expect to find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, actually, you get to the medium artillery, and you can add that, that infamous heat. And you can add one additional Cat USA recruit for free and have a pin, Dale. <laughs> that I, would, I don't think I'd take it there. That's which, which does exactly what for indirect fire? Nothing. 
nothing. Except you, still, Except for you, you may have to pass take, the artist You have test. to take a check. That's the only thing it does. The heavy, That's actually the heavy can right. add up to two of the Cat USA, so two pins to not fire. For yeah, seven no, men. Seven which, crew. Yeah, which is cool. There's but. something to be said about that. I mean, remember, because your artillery guys can, you know, rush out and attack if they need to. Right. They just have to come back later. No, sorry, that's just team weapons. That's just team weapons that do that. Yeah, don't don't mess everyone up with the rules now, Pat. Come on, jeez. Sorry. It's okay. Not this late, right? No. Uh, uh, Howie, recoilless artillery. We've we've talked about this. Oh, yep, here's the... Yep, Dolgeo's coming. Yeah. There's no spotters still. Uh, right? Ooh, no. Ooh, yep, wait, no. There's a new one in here, though. They're so cheap, though. There's a new one in here, though. There's a new one. Yeah. There is the a new one. M16 rocket launcher. 65 points. That's what everybody wants under the tree for Christmas. Uh, everyone's going to get one for Christmas at uh, 65 yes. points for multi launcher. Mr. Neville Werfer. Yeah. Damn right there. <laughs> no spotter. No spotter. Well, good. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need a spotter. You don't. Not with a Neville Werfer. You're right. You don't. Pick, point pick it, point it that way and light the fuse. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, that's pretty rad. And then there's a picture yeah, of a Pershing right underneath that for some reason. Everybody needs like a Pershing now yeah. Because that Pershing is, is, according to the text, adding indirect firepower. <laughs> 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 there must be a spotter for that Pershing somewhere. Well, he, he's, <laughs> Yeah, I missed the rule for that. He's parked, he's parked on a hill, like, so he's shooting, yeah, he's shooting up. <laughs> well, he's next to Neville Warfer. Neither one of them is a spider, just shooting. <laughs> right. They're just, just like the guys just they really just want to see shit blow up. They don't care what it is. They're right. just lighting things on fire. Yeah, it's totally a fireworks. Say, like, James, check this out. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Here, hold my beer. Watch this. Yeah. Light it up. <laughs> All right. All right. So the I'd say tank guns are about what you expect to find. Uh, medium, heavy, super heavy. Good times. Boom, boom, pew, pew, die, die, yep. Hey, there's that friggin' Chaffee again. Love that thing. Yep, so but, you know tanks. what? They've... Right, so late war tanks. Yeah, uh, the M4A3, 75. What does it have? What kind of gun does it have? A uh, medium anti tank? Which one? I'm the Chaffee. So it's got a medium anti tank, and it's an, yeah, it's A, plus and it's 140 points. It's actually really, I like that. With Recce, it seems pretty sweet. Oh, it's 150 with Recce, sorry. Sweet little tank. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people like that. Yeah, some Meh. Shermans in here though. Holy cow, there's some Shermans. Uh, there's the all the three. all the Shermans are in here. So we kind of had a lot of them after the war. right. So <laughs> so a gyro stabilized right. medium howitzer. You on the 105 Sherman. I'm yeah. looking at that. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting yeah. little the little piece of kit because. If you take it as a veteran, it's kind of got an interesting, like, you can move around with it and not take That's the penalties. Move right? and shoot. Yep. Yeah. yeah, sure. And, yeah. and face thing. plant somebody with a medium howitzer. It's great. Yeah, it seems kind of cool. I like well, it. it'd, it'd be firing indirect, so it doesn't matter about the minus one. Uh, it can fire, it can fire over yeah. open sites. Oh, you can fire yeah, direct. Right. Yep. Okay. Get the, get, get the dudes out yeah, of the way. Yeah, for 250 points. Well, that's a two-inch two inch template. So close top nine, uh, uh, medium howitzer, three-inch template. Three-inch yeah. template. Yeah, Oversights. and it's a nine armor close top. Seems like an interesting little toy. That actually is kind of interesting. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got some playability. You bet. Or 
you can just go crazy and take that Pershing because it's also a three inch template. Right. And but well, it's fifty points more. It's also plus right? one armor. And well, it is, but it's the, oh, the problem. And it can punch holes. A lot of points more. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of points more if you want to go to a better. A lot of points more to take advantage of the gyro stabilized four eighty four. Yeah, it does uh, a lot more too. Right. It's a it's a well, beast. I'm, I'd have a tough time yeah. paying 484 for it, quite honestly. I agree. You just maybe uh, aren't going to move and shoot. Maybe on a, you know, a 1,800-point list. <laughs> a 2150? Sure. Sure. You know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a, so here, this is a new one. The M45. Yeah. T26E2. this thing is a monster. Uh, yeah. Holy cow. 330 for veteran, and it's a medium howitzer again. Gyro stabilized medium howitzer. In a 10 plus, a 10 plus heavy 10 tank. Plus. For 330 points, you taking that one. I'll take, I'll take that one. Thank you. That's 100 points more, but it's still 10 plus is nothing to nothing to fart at. It's, right? It's going to be around. Yeah. You, it is around the house. Sorry. Yeah. It is the house. It is the house. And it then is there's the, the M46. It is the Brute Squad. The M46 Patton is also the Brute Squad because it's got a super heavy anti-tank gun. Yeah, on a 10 plus. Again, super at, pricey. At, four, at 395 is, regular. Yeah. Hey, and just in case you didn't run out of points, you can add an HMG pintle mount for 25 points. Sure. <laughs> Which is sweet. actually very common with all the U.S. tanks. It's a fun-looking right. tank, though. Yeah. We, that's You get all those free guys, and that's how you pay for this. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and your medic yep. and all the other stuff. Yeah, interesting. All right, uh, tank destroyers. Saw the Jackson already. Hellcat, you've seen Hellcat, the Hellcat Hellcat's before. Nothing new. And you've seen Jackson the alligator. Yeah, no, nope, nothing, seen the alligator. nothing new there. So propelled artillery. Look, it's our old friend the priest. Yep. The priest here, yeah. Like yep. that gun carriage. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so actually not he, that bad though when you look at it. I like this M forty one. Yeah, yeah, M forty one's better. It's just a, it's like a heavy, heavy duty yep. beast. It's the difference yep. between the two. Oh, because the vulnerable. So the M forty M forty is vulnerable. And then right. Yeah, the M forty one they for, fix some stuff. For, yeah, for ten points more, you just got open top eight plus. With you a get two more plates of armor. Right, they got nut cups for the guys or something. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, two more rivets. Take your LVT A4 with the light howitzer and a turret. Open turret. Never mind. You. Yeah. You. Open turret. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Th- there's 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 several landing craft scenarios. Like in John, they have a whole thing about in John and the landing there. So I mean, there's what, a big scenario. What is that? That, so that doesn't surprising. mean anything though. So it's in an open turret. It just means it's open topped. It doesn't have any other right. special rules. No, I mean, it just means it's open topped. Yeah. Because the rest of it is going to look armored except for the turret, and you're going to be like, "Ah, oh, it's not armored. It's an open top." And you're like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, I said, "Oh, it's the landing vehicle, so it's open topped anyway." Right. Except it doesn't have any transport capability at this point because it's because it's got a big ass gun shooting a thing in it. Anyway. Yeah. So, no, don't take that either. No, there's M16 multiple gun motor carriage. Yeah. You want a meat chopper with four HMGs? We all seen this before. It's fun, whatever. It's yep, we've seen it this. Needs before. to be like go to the one with, How about how about the one with the twin Bofors forty millimeter? The next one. Yeah. M19. Eh, that's expensive. I know it's not that bad, but it's not that many shots either. 
it's nothing yeah. to write home yeah. about. Greyhound and an M or an M twenty. We've seen those before. It does have the option yep. for the flamethrower on this on this Greyhound. Oh, you got to pay twenty points for it on this one though. On this scout car. Ha! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> one of those two is a typo. Something is wrong there. Yeah, why is this one twenty five points? It's probably supposed to be twenty five points. I'm not gonna lie. Seems like free would be not so. That's that's a typical uh, flamethrower upgrade yeah. point cost. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, like, free. it's it's got to be the Korean ingenuity. The South Koreans get it for free, and we have to pay for it. <laughs> there you go. Something expect expect a fact in the mail, right? Yeah, that's too bad. I'm less excited about the other one now. <laughs> An eighty point flamethrower car. Right oh my god, it was sure. so good for eighty for that many points. Super good deal. Once again, if it if it's too good to be true, it. Probably Usually is. is, yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. So we've got the M3 half-track. We've seen that. M75 armored personnel carrier. I like this. It's, it's, a, it's it? a fully enclosed, but it's slow. Yep. Yeah, but seven armor and fully enclosed is huge. Wait, I missed this uh, one. Where is this one? Hold on. I lost it. It's okay. Keep going. 139. Well, it's, it's, it is what it is. Oh, see, I went, I went a page too far. Sorry. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's it's solid. Then the M39, another armored personnel carrier. This one's open-topped, unfortunately, though. Dude, that one looks rad, though. That one it looks like a freaking tank. It does look rad. A little bit. I like it. But a bunch of guys pop out. Yeah. Hey, a Jeep. Hey, We're a non-wrecking Jeep. Jeep. We still use Jeeps. Dodge three quarter, three quarter ton. ton, one and a half, deuce and a half. Uh, M twenty nine weasel, weasel. Like the weasel. It's the weasel. Amphibious. Oh my god! Please don't ever do <laughs> that again. <laughs> I hate that noise, oh. <laughs> and I'm not a fan of that guy. Whatever oh, happened awesome. to that guy? What is he doing? I don't know. <laughs> let's look at what Polly Shore is up to these days. Let's see. His, let's go look at his you, LinkedIn. Why would, why would you jump at a tangent? Just <laughs> sidestep. Dude, because you know it's a trap, and I have to get into it. Yeah, it is. Rick a trap. loves traps. <laughs> All right, so we got the weasel. What's new about the weasel? Uh, it can carry three dudes. It's amphibious. Low ground pressure. What's this? Oh. Wide tracks. So basically, mud table. Yeah, okay. And right. also, basically, doesn't set off anti-tank mines. Mm, interesting. Rarely Which you'll find a lot in the special rules later on. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, situational selection. Oh. Yep. Artillery tractor. Love that. It's cool. We got the duck. Quack, quack. Go on a tour. And then the Bushmaster. Just amphibious. Uh, yeah, just keep rocking and rolling. Nobody, nobody, right. yep. nobody's, nobody's jumping on that one. We've got two more. No, we not through, so. Holy yeah. hell. Water All buffalo. Right. Yep. Sure. Yep, sure. There you go. There's stuff. So, some marine stuff. The Brits. Yeah. Some Brits. Oh, that's oh, for Christ's oh, sake. Oh, God. It's three pages of special rules later. It's all um, the same special 16, rules. thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same special except, rules. So there you go. Except they, they also get helicopters. Get the helicopters yeah. so. they, got, they, they got the helicopters, see, whatever, like 15 minutes ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. See episode whatever was previous to this This one. is? 36? <laughs> 36. See episode 36. <laughs> About halfway through. Wait. I'm in thirty. Hey, do they do they not get the free artillery spotter though? Doesn't look like. Oh, it. they get it. Artillery yeah, support. It's the second roll. Artillery support. Oh, yep, Jesus right Christ! There. Yeah, it's, it's right getting late. Yeah, yeah, it's getting late. All right. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. I should have known. 
course they do. Just so everyone that listens, we are we are recording and it's almost one a.m. and we're that's because we're so dedicated to making sure to that getting you guys through get quality this. content. <laughs> so if you're listening at this point, <laughs> that we've that run out of quality said, content. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> that being said, let's just give the highlights if there's something new. <laughs> they also get the seasoned right. NCO option. Yep. Yes, they do. Yep. And. Problem is, is we're all sitting Marines. here trying to read through it. So that's Royal Marine Commando section. About. Royal Marines, we've seen nope. them before. They're basically just the, they're basically commandos. Yeah, they're yep. the exact same as commandos. Yep, they're awesome. Cool. Uh, they still have the Piat. They didn't get the bazooka. Apparently, they weren't no. issued the bazooka. No, they still got the they there. got the pain in the ass torpedo still. They had yes, so many Piats left there. over. They said to keep using them. Just like here, I just guess. take this. But it doesn't work. I don't care. Take it anyway. It, it doesn't Kinda go works. very far. You can. It works. Just, just get closer. Thanks. You could just scroll down, <laughs> scroll down to the tanks, man. You could, Come on, that's where you could shoot is. it through a window, though. You could shoot it from inside a building because it was not the They same got the Cromwell. Shit. Love the Cromwell. Solid. Yep. Next uh, one's better. Cruiser tank. Yeah. Yeah. The Comet. Comet, yeah. It's a beast and it's expensive. I, it's also plus, it's a 10 to the front. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. Ooh, With a super heavy anti tank. Yeah. Super heavy anti tank. Which is going to tend to the front. Right. Tend to the front. You just got to make sure you're pointing it at the right thing. Also, it's fast yep. as hell. Fair. Not that there's a rule for it, but it's fast. Right. I would love to see special rules fast as hell under there. That would be sweet. Fast as hell. Well, there's a couple tanks that you'd have. It. So there's okay. the, AV, the AVRE, but it's yes. got the petard motor, mortar on it. What the? Wait, where does it? What is? Hmm? They, got church, okay. they got the standard Churchills again. The, the, the AVRE has a heavy howitzer with coaxial, a forward-facing MMG, but then underneath the special new. rules, the, the the petard mortar cannot fire at long range. That's yeah. not new. Typo? Same, or has that always the been same. there? Okay. Nope. Nope. That's always been there. That's the okay. exact same. Okay. Yep. Centurion. Yeah. Then That's my favorite Centurion. Take one all day long. 385 regular. So nice. Notice it's Super slightly heavy cheaper anti-tank. than the American version because it's not gyro-stabilized as a veteran. Right. Exactly. Well, okay. you just take yeah, the regular nice. at that point. It's kind of nice. You know how much? You know how hot this tank is. They show you the backside of it, so you can just look at its ass <laughs> in the picture right below. It. Yeah, I've noticed that it's a lot of ass shots. The front of it must not be painted well oh, or yeah. something. No, man, they just want you to <laughs> like weird, they, weird tank porn. Yeah, exactly. Some photographers really just into butts. Okay, it's gotten really light. <laughs> Achilles, we still got that. That's not new. What did you, what did you just call uh, it? ACVIP. The, the Achilles. The, the I Achilles. can't even say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Achilles. All right. Uh, armored cars, nothing special there. Anything no, new? They're all, seen them before. We've seen them before. The Dingo. Brain, yeah, the wait, dingo. Brain Carrier. That's brand new. No, never mind. Stop. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, we've seen World War One. Uh, okay. Oh, there you go. The Chinese. Let's move on to the Chinese People's Volunteer Army. How many of them were actually volunteers? Well, they got a history uh, section for these guys. Uh, there's, right. there's the air quotes on volunteer. Wait, did the, uh, wait, but wait, they don't have any special rules. They don't need them. They oh, get no, they zero do. seven they do. infantry below, squads. They, holy shit! Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they get zero to seven infantry squads, and they get a free conscript unit. Damn right. No, this, oh, this, uh, this is not official. No, right. Um, uh, but, so they yeah. get Sparrow Tactics, which I can try to remember what it is. Uh, move we an really extra like eight this. inches. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. An extra eight inches yep. before the game starts. 
So the levy, they got the flag. Jeez oh, Louise. These guys are going to win because they yeah. have a flag. And keep in flag. mind, these do not count as KPA. So those, the South Korean units, or the Republic of Korea Army, won't get fanatic against an army of just these guys. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Good to note. Uh, well, that'll teach them. Uh, they they got short snap. They can't snap the same way as uh, short it short attack. Yeah, what short are you talking it. about, man? That's awesome. You can only if you only do really infantry, good. you can make one. extra Oh, they can take one extra. Oh, actually, no, that's not what I read at all. Jesus, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, because if you're doing a human wave, it's well, amazing. I mean, that's what you're doing. You got eight eight or nine units on the table. Right. Well, they've got the allotment um, for it. Right. Sweet. All right. Communist they, they make up for it in the rest of them. Right? Okay, so they have a communist we, officer. We the political officer, which is basically a commissar. Yeah. Yep. yep. Medic. Medics. Yep, blah, blah, blah. Just, just artillery observers. Yep. Infantry, conscripts, submachine gun squad, because, of course, what's a grenadier squad to you? Just like Field craft. I'm, this one yeah. confuses me a little bit. So they've got weapons are listed as grenades. And they say the yeah. same characteristics as pistols listed on, on page 62 of the Bolt Action Rulebook. Yeah. So, and then if you read kind of the, the what they do is that basically they would lob grenades to force assaults, basically. I'm, I'm going to guess that there was a better rule here, but it got changed for simplicity's sake. Probably. Call me crazy. Probably. Probably. So... So they're field crafted and they have grenades. They have pistols, and unfortunately, they're they're starting at the starting line. They're not going to be forward advanced or anything like that. So it's right. kind of a it's going to be a tricky one to use, but it's kind of an interesting choice. I I guess it's a thing. It's a thing. It doesn't give them. It probably doesn't give them assault though. Counts oh, no. as pistols. Counts as pistols, yeah. so it yeah. would give them assault. Yep. Yeah. Dude, can you imagine fighting in? hand-to-hand combat with grenades. <laughs> Sounds I mean, awful. No. Fist, fist clench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Don't don't kill me or you're going to die with me. All right. I'm engineers. Sure. Gorillas. The same as previous gorillas. Engineers. Yeah, it looks the same, same as previous yep, yep. gorillas. Cavalry. They get cavalry. Oh, Jesus. Now Caven's going to buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Caven and Ian both. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yeah. it gets even better, guys. They get cavalry and Mongolian cavalry. Oh lord, yeah. now we're in trouble. Uh, they're in they trouble. They got that, that same born in the saddle again. It's the same yeah. that okay. we've seen yeah. from the Chinese well, army. Well, hold on a second. Someone needs to explain to me because I'm the historian here. Someone needs to explain to me though that Mongolian cavalry troop is in the Russian book in World War II, and now they're in the Chinese book in the Korean War. <laughs> I think there's some bullshit going on here, or horseshit. <laughs> right, not definitely not bullshit. <laughs> they were they were looking for something to do. Yeah, I, yeah you know that's probably true. Okay, uh, there's night. There's a unit called night infiltrators in here that I think is kind of cool. They got forward deployment. Uh, uh, it's pretty straightforward. Oh, they oh they can yep. have tough fighter for for a point like normal, but you can get you have access to regular tough fighters that forward deploy. Up to looks like up to six dudes. Yep, yep. It's kind of an interesting little squad. Six tough fighters. Six tough fighters. You got an LMG squad. Yeah, medium machine gun, yep. heavy yep. machine gun. Like, oh, they get a bazooka. They got a bazooka because you know they should. Because they don't have access to bazooka snipers. 
Mortars, what you'd expect gun. to see. Yep. Pack howitzer. They only have artillery. access to that recoil, the light howitzer recoilless artillery. Sorry, Pat. Oh, they didn't get the other ones. Well, that's no. fine. Yeah. And... Anti-tank guns, you'd expect to see. They got a Hago. three again. Hey, what? Yep. Another Soviet yeah. weapon? You're kidding me. Oh, no, like they've, they've got Stuarts. Them yeah, that one confused me a little bit. Well, I suppose they they were they were part of the land lease, weren't they? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, here's here's our IS two. Yeah, T thirty forty five, blah blah blah. But let's get to the IS two. Good lord, three eighty four. It's a heavy, super. No, it's just a heavy anti tank gun. What the hell? On the IS two. Yeah, I thought that would have had a super heavy on it. I think it's the it's IS three. Only ten plus. Does. Yeah, the IS-3's yeah. got super heavy in the 11+, plus, yeah. 12 the front. The HE shell is a 3-inch template, though. Right, it's a bigger template even though it's supposed to... Yeah. Sure. But in that case, just, just yep. scroll your way down to the... Wait, what? The 122? Yeah, what the hell? The tank... Uh, it's like the same thing. 20 points cheaper. That should be a howitzer, not an anti-tank gun on that thing. Shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That Does that look like... The, the 122? No, I'm just looking at the the gun right above it. That doesn't look like much like a howitzer. Right, in the description it does say it's a combined gun howitzer, but that may in fact be why it has a 3-inch template. Yeah. Well, that's a rule. Yeah. I'm used to seeing the... Well, and it's not, the not, it's not slow to load either. So. Yeah, well, that must be the upgrade they gave it then. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I would have swore that was a howitzer carrier. Maybe the Russian one is in the... And the uh, export version's got a different gun. Eh, whatever. All right, they they got the BTR forty. Look at that. Apparently, so did ever, so did everyone else. <laughs> sure. Worldwide, worldwide, yes, loving it. Gas jeep. Beep beep. It's a jeep. Oh, they got the more. Hey, they got a British truck. Look at that. That's fun. Got a couple of them. The busing nag truck. There's a really bad like the joke ex-wife's in there, club, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna stay out of that and stay out of that trap. <laughs> the the boost, the busing, busing. I'm guessing that's how you say it. Something like that. Call it a busy nag. Busy nag. <laughs> just Gary Busey's wife. <laughs> Jesus. I can imagine that that woman would be. A, she's probably a saint, quite honestly. If she exists in real life, I don't know. I'm not gonna look that one up. Uh, okay. And then we get into period selectors? What? What is... Oh, so the, I these see. are basically right. the equivalent of the theater selectors. Right. This so is they're changing like you how... Do the historical okay. things, yep. And this is what you'll take for those kind of things. That's that's what these are. And they're they're interesting enough, and they add their own degree of flavor. Um, you know, they change, the, they change the reinforced platoon slightly to... As all theater, selector, theater selectors do, now called period selectors in this one. Right. And they definitely are not. Uh, they don't let you min max the hell out of things, is what it, I'm seeing here. Just giving it a once quick glance over here. So you can take a couple partisan cells, but you're not going to be able to fill up on them, or your guerrilla cells or whatever or they call them. cells, yeah, like yeah, guerrilla partisan doesn't yep. matter. Like there are very few it's things. Same you're effect, be different able to, word. Yep, yep, exactly. But you're not going to be able to mm -hmm. pull a bunch of those things and do anything crazy. So. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. It's legit. And then you know, then they yeah. go into uh, the historical figures. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on, hold on. Before you get to that, before you get to historical figures, just want to make a note. Page two hundred three. There's another another back shot of a Centurion three. Seriously, I don't think they painted the front of it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think. I, don't, I honestly just don't think the front of it was painted. <laughs> you only shoot it from this one angle, so nobody can see my bad paint job <laughs> up here. It's starting to feel kind of lewd, honestly, at this point. It's just all uh, that, shots, actually, so. that might be the same one that had the big red face on it. Um, no, so that's, a, just, that's, a, that was, that's an easy yeah, that was, it's yeah. got the face was on it. Was it? Okay. All yeah, right. I, yeah. That was the looking for something. I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. It, it's it's <laughs> They accidentally dropped it before they shot it or something. Something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah their, their train is really inspiring, though, man. Just their pictures, the train, yeah, and their tables. Is. Just like want to do stuff Looks like great. that. That's so sweet. And they got the heroes. Not that there's really rules for allowing them to be allowed into bolt action, but you know, this would be like the, the special rules thing that people don't allow in reinforced platoons. Darn snafu, guys. <laughs> hey, speaking of special rules, right? There is a lot of them. Yeah, let's not try and go through those. There's too well, many. To, unless there's something. You no, know. there's one. There's there's one we want to go through. We want to talk about the aircrafts and the. Korean oh War. yeah, I forgot that the aircrafts do change. Yeah, you're right. So the as bad as the uh, air observer is, so if he actually happens to get an airstrike to come in, he gets the here it comes roll. Uh, he rolls an additional d6 on a one through three. A jet aircraft is coming on a four through six. A prop driven is coming. What's the difference? That's a really good question. So the jet <laughs> aircraft. <laughs> oh, it's boy. getting really late over no, here. So, so the jet aircraft, you have to roll a six for your flak fire instead of a five, which is normal. And four hits, and he'll fly away. But he's fast. So he's got... He's fast. He's really quick. But also a little bit light. Um, a little bit smaller. So, so we've seen the jet strafing. We've seen the strafing. That's not uncommon. The fighter bomber is his mid-range result. And then he's got this napalm stuff. Oh, Remember God. napalm that happened? So here we go. Target takes D3 plus two pins. Place a four-inch HE template on the target like an HE shell with a plus three penetration. Target unit cannot go down. <laughs> After conducting hit on the unit, roll 2d6 and move the template away from the impact point in a straight line. If the template moves over any model from any other unit, friend or foe, those units are also hit by the napalm. Oh. Suffering 2d6 hits at a plus 5 pen, d3 plus 2 pins, and cannot go down to have these hits. Oh. After yeah. all the hits and pins are applied, the target must make a morale check. Armor targets are hit from the top. Have fun with that. Oh, totally, that totally terrible. taking an air observer. <laughs> I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like you're right. You got to roll a fair number so, of big numbers in a row. Uh, the, I guess the okay. jets, low numbers, but whatever. Just no, okay. So let's let's go with the the propel. All right. The the propeller aircraft. So this one, flak. You have to roll a five or six, and you need to do six to scare it away. What's that regular bolt action? Three now. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's probably this representing thing... more flak in general, but well, it's these right. are sky so, raiders too. They're tough as hell. Oh, sure. Yeah, they're right. better and prop so planes. Yeah. Just the the low one is the fighter bomber, and then there's the ground attack, and then there's another, and then there's the same napalm again on a five yeah. six. Notice this one skips the strafing airplane. Yes. Yeah. 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 This one's just straight up better. The prop one yep. is? I think so. Yep. Yes, yep. it is. 
Yeah. The ground attack is a four eight four inch HE template with a plus yeah. four pin tr pin value. The four, yeah, that that does make it better. You're right. Good call. Uh, but still, that's that's brutal. The, the napalm is what makes that. <laughs> the napalm good, is yeah. oh my god, it's kind of <laughs> disgusting. But totally there, awesome. there's a, one of the stat boxes in there that talked about how much napalm they're dropping on a daily basis. It's just like, oh my freaking lord, wow, yeah. that's a lot. Yep. So, and then the rest of the special rules are nothing that we really haven't seen before in other books. They, the water hazards we've seen, mud. There's some other. There's some other things in there. The monsoon's kind of different, but still the same. Frostbite's interesting but strange. Night fights we've seen uh, reduced visibility. There's even like uh, the sewers, which you saw recently. Yep. Foxholes, trenches, and so basically every everything that we've kind of seen before is kind of all nice and balled up and reproduced for you here, which is kind of cool. Yep. Uh, I think there's a table that was kind of added in that had we hadn't seen before, which summarizes a lot of the the texting the the right a lot of the other stuff that's in there. Yep. And then there's a whole raiding section, which I highly recommend you read because it kind of adds a different element to some of the some of the games. It's it's two pages of like wall text. There's like not even a paragraph break in this first one. Um, there's a lot of text. That's a lot of text for that. I don't know what it does, but I'll have to sit and read. It's a it. different. It's a different scenario. Okay. Basically. Oh, just a different way to do it. Cool. Yep. Airborne assault rule. Yes. My goodness, it just goes yep. on and on and on. Upward to the end. And all of them are really good. It's pretty Dude. exhaustive. Dude, you know you're you're doing something right when your book has a bibliography. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Not going to lie. That's a thing. <laughs> That's a thing. You don't normally That's have it, but it's a history book, I guess. So there's definitely some history things to reference. And then there's a picture of the MASH unit in the book. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And then the most important page. The page with our names oh, yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. All right, I shouldn't say our names. It's just... just it's, it just says Snafu in the book, at least, I guess. Operation Snafu Crew. All in caps. Wee. Thanks, guys. We're famous. Thanks for giving Actually, us the opportunity. Appreciate thanks, it. too. We will say you are welcome. We appreciate the opportunity to yeah. have helped out. Yeah, always glad to help. Anytime you want to send us a book to read, we will gladly read it. Um, it seems like a really good book. It's definitely different from anything we've seen before. I, I, I guess it's similar, but it feels different. I don't know why, but it just feels different to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, no. It's, it's the, it's the late war thing. It's the, it's the, it's the familiar but new sensation because sure. you know. You have you've played against these units, but you know you've studied the early war and kind of realized that those really weren't part of it. But the power creep and the power gamers kind of want to get to those late war things, and I think this is, I think this would be more of an acceptable theater for those to be in, if that makes yes. sense. Yeah, obviously, except for the Germans. Yeah, they're kind of not in this war anymore. Fortunately for all of us, I'm sure. Um, sure. Yes. It it feels like everyone's lists are very very similar, right? They all have kind of a they're kind of balanced late war. That's always been the problem with with bolt action is, is somebody's trying to play early war against the late war army and it never works. So at least right. it seems like there's at least a, a level of balance to both sides of this one. 
I can see that being a, a, a positive in this in this that regard. And it lets Jeff play with his Centurion. Yep, that's all I need. Which, I want to print one of those too. Yeah. There's some there is some cool stuff in here. It does seem like a lot of it is very similar. Um it would be nice if they started releasing some UN forces of some kind. It would be kinda of cool to see some other units pop up for other than just North Korea. Yeah. I'm hopeful they'll do something. I I would think if it pick, if it picks up at all, hopefully they'll do some different units. I would like to see that. Um I don't know if I have any other thoughts on it. Does anyone else have any thoughts on it? It's a great book. I recommend picking it up. Yeah. Even just for the history alone, it's worth reading. I, I can say... It was really well done. Yeah, I can say when I was reading it to proof, help proofread it, I was enthralled by the history sections of it. It's, it there's a lot of history in there, and it's I, stuff I didn't actually know most of. Like, like you said, Jeff, I don't think we were taught a lot about the Korean War. Right. Like obviously they focus a lot more on World War II and you basically kind of miss Korea. Mm-hmm. So definitely interesting. Um, Steve, John, nice job, guys. Yeah, really well, well done. Yep. I like it. Yeah, great work. Yeah. So uh, comes out middle of August, I think. You can pre-order now on Warlord site. I think they give you a free miniature with it. I mean, obviously you can probably pre-order it anywhere else you want to, but I, obviously. Order locally. I don't care. Do whatever you want, but you should probably just order it. Yeah, it's right. It's a good book. It's worth having. Absolutely. If even first, just to play something different every once in a while. All right. Um, so if you're thinking about signing up for Renegade, you should sign up for Renegade. Uh, it's RenegadeOpen.com. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. See Great. episode thirty-five. There you go. And 36, I think we talked about the beginning of this episode, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see every episode we've ever had, because I'm pretty sure we talk about <laughs> it every episode. Uh, <laughs> no. Anyway. There are still spots available. Act now. Right. Uh, we would love to see you at our tournament. If if not, no big deal. So let's wrap this up, Pat. I think I'm, I'm ready to go hit, hit the hay. How about you? All right, guys. This is Snafu. Over and out. Good night, guys. Good night, guys.
33 perfect and I was going to start and then Dale talked it's Dale's fault sorry it's okay they're, they're all numbers it doesn't matter which one you start on fair I suppose I don't know why I wait for numbers because it's easy for you to write down all right, let's like start at 33 33 we're going to start at 33 33 watch this number. sounds great shut up Alexa shut up I know what a number is <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. That's the new opening. Or the ending. One or the other. I don't care. It's in one. there Pat, for you, sure. You make it happen. <laughs> Lex, I know what a number is. Come on. All right. God. I'll wait for an even Crying number. Crying over now. here. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go.